0: To Word of God, we are three English majors who have set out to analyze supernatural now that it's done, to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old time fan. My pronouns are viva, more it's, and you can follow me on Tumblr at The Voice of Nightvale with dashes.
1: I'm Emma, the latecomer. I use any pronouns, and you can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma.
2: I'm Wyatt. I use he, him pronouns. You can follow me on co host at Top of Thrones. I have not been on co host in a bit because I've been, I don't know.
1: He just hasn't.
2: I just haven't.
1: And you can follow the show on Tumblr, Twitter and on TikTok at Word of
0: Godcast. You've been too busy getting high at the aquarium. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that was like a couple months ago. Um today we are talking about uh Supernatural season seven, episodes seven and eight, The Mentalists, and Time for a Wedding. Content warnings for these episodes will include <sighs>
0: Content warnings for this episode include necrophilia, but it's consensual, I think. Uh, show typical weirdness about gay people, show typical gore and violence, discussions of RPF uh, or real person fiction, unconsenting kiss, marriage, touch, etc., uh, forced consent by way of love potion, assault, discussions of rape and sexual assault, and mention of torture.
2: All right. <laughs>
0: okay
1: if you'd like us to warn for something we don't already flag you can reach us through our ask box on tumblr or send an email to word at gmail.com
2: you can also do that for stuff like asks and letters and questions and other things which which we have Speaking a couple of
0: asks of. yeah mm-hmm. we don't have any emails
2: it's all, it's all Tumblr.
1: Okay. We were supposed to answer this ask last episode, but we forgot. So, Oopsies. Um, we for gore. Beautiful Glider. This is not their first time writing into the show, so hello again. Um, beautiful hello, Glider again. asks, hey, welcome back to us coming back for the season. Um, I'm so curious to hear your thoughts on Season 7 as we go. The first time I watched it, I remember thinking it wasn't actually as bad as I'd been led to believe. Just like every season, there are things it does fairly well and things it really doesn't. I guess time will tell if I change my mind watching it again. But either way, I look forward to hearing you all discuss it. Smiley face.
0: Well, this is a very good um, episode of our show to be talking about how fucking bad Season 7 may be, in fact. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't remember enough of season seven really to give like a good opinion on it, which, you know, hands up who's surprised. Um, but it is not the season that actually killed my interest in supernatural, so mm. that's which was that? something I guess. Um I believe it was either halfway through season ten or season eleven. Interesting. It's whenever uh Amara gets adopted.
2: We've got a little ways to go. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Season 7 hasn't been that much different for me, like, than Season 6 so far. It has its ups and downs. Uh, there's disappointment, there's fun things. It's the- that's the show.
0: Mm-hmm, that is the show we're watching. I think for me,
1: it's like, I can't care about the main plots anymore. Like, when it was about, like, ooh, are they gonna find John? Yes. Are they gonna save Dean from hell? Then there was, like, a specific, consistent thing. Yes. And now it's, like, every now and then they have the Leviathans show up again. And it's, like, yeah, we get it. They can't be killed, except now they can. And it's... Uh, I don't know. It's not as exciting. Cass isn't even fucking
0: there. Nope. Yeah, Cass isn't even here. What's the fucking point?
2: Yeah, I guess that's the big thing, is, like, I also didn't care about the main plot last episode, really, because it, while well, there were interesting things, theoretically... Um, did I say last episode, last season? <laughs> um, there are interesting things theoretically. It was a complete and total mess. Last and season, now... they
1: refused to show us any of the interesting plot. Yeah, they're like, "There's a civil war in heaven, but don't you care about yeah. these little human guys in the meantime?" No, give me Castiel's <laughs> like revolution going on. What are you talking about?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but then they'd have to like Commit. actually, yes. yeah.
0: Give me the uh, drowsy l, terrible, horrible <laughs> domesticity. Oh, I should probably Just get my notebook out. A
2: lot happened in season six.
0: So, yeah. so much happened, and yet very little—very
2: little of it <laughs> <laughs> happened at all.
1: So true. Yeah, I, mean, I do like season seven as a Sammy season. I think it's one of the first mm-hmm. seasons in a while where I care about his problems. But with these two episodes, especially, I was like, "It's so obvious that this is the Dean show now." And I'm not saying that as like a good thing, even though I do prefer Dean. Um, Like, it's how are you gonna give us this entire episode from Dean's perspective, and then it's like, well, you know, this is the Sam Winchester show. It's not. It literally just is not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, um, uh, requisite uh, update on the actors being. Fools on Twitter. Uh, Jared Padalecki got very angry that someone called him a beta male.
2: It's very funny. And I, threatened
0: to fight them. Uh, Jackals
1: threw Dean a birthday party.
0: Yes, my I forgot about that. Oh my god. Him. Yes, and they said Dean and everything. I watched the I watched the video. Oh my god. He, he got him with pie. He bought and birthday pie hats for Dean
1: Winchester's birthday.
2: Incredible.
0: That man. There's nobody doing it like him <laughs> nobody is a dean kinney like jensen ackles is i
1: feel like misha collins has been so quiet for such a long time what's he doing
0: yeah what's let me let me check misha's twitter what's he up to okay yeah so misha's not been doing much he's just been doing his job you know as an actor boring okay um the other Can, ask should we, we have... read the tweet that people said to jared <laughs> oh go ahead okay um So somebody on Twitter said, you are a beta male in Supernatural and now you are also a beta male in your own show. It's so sad they keep giving you that type of role. Or maybe you love that role because that's the real you IRL. And Jared Paddle...
2: Is he a is he a beta male in Walker? A quote unquote. Beta I have no male? fucking. Do I do I like, look like I know anything uh, about Walker? Sure, right, trust I... The
1: opinion of someone who, unironically calls people beta males.
2: No, I'm just surprised because <laughs> the type of people who would call someone a beta male, I would assume, are the type of people who would watch Walker.
0: Well, they're disappointed. In maybe their he's having, maybe he's having a soy boyification arc.
2: Does he love his wife too much?
0: I I don't know. Do you think we watch Walker? I,
2: yeah i'm not asking who you guys walker, i'm just asking the air
0: the universe if you know anything any about of, walker yeah, right in yeah if y'all know why walker texas ranger is a beta male now let us know um <laughs> and then so so not being the bigger person and i should say the person who tweeted jared padalecki does not have a check mark which is, makes it worse So Jared Padalecki, not being the bigger person, not ignoring the online hate, which he should know by now, you should always ignore the online hate, said, alas, I'm a sucker for irony. So when someone someone labels a man as a, quote, beta, while using the same acronyms that my teenage niece uses, well played, hand clap emoji, I-S-W-Y-D-T, I see what you did there, Ovs in parentheses. Uh, Speaking of beta, I'd bet a thousand bucks you wouldn't say that to my face, and then LFG. Which stands for Let's Fucking Go.
1: Log off, man. Uh-huh. Touch grass.
0: Uh-huh. Literally, like, I don't say that to anybody, but Jared he needs to touch grass. Oh, it's bad. Anyway. He's gonna get arrested again. <laughs> um, the, oh other, the other ask we have
1: is... There it is. Besties, can we expect your reactions on the pod on the return of Dean on the Winchesters? Eyes emoji. Um, but we are avoiding winchester spoilers so only ash knows that that happens. i'm not i do know something very funny um i know a couple things because i click things when i shouldn't um but i'm pretending yeah. but i don't know them
0: i saw I know a post nothing that's very funny so um hold on who did we get it did we know okay so anon la. la, 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 la. <laughs> on um first of all i don't know enough about the winchesters to know what this means actually <laughs> Um, but I do also know that I was in there too, so I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, yeah. But I saw I that, that they edited Jared. <laughs> yeah, they. I saw that they like edited Jared out of a picture in the Winchesters.
1: That's so funny. Are they just so pretending justy. Sam doesn't exist. I. Uh,
0: like, yeah. This was Fuck. Maybe this is an alternate universe in which Sam doesn't happen. exist. Do you
1: remember that? Nope, you do not. They're just. God. Maybe. Maybe one of, of like.
0: Maybe this is an alternate universe where, where uh, John died and Mary became the, the deadbeat this dad what I'm and saying. had a bunch of illegitimate children all over this the country. This is what I'm
2: saying. So
0: Adam was the vessel of Lucifer.
2: Make it an AU.
0: <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's so fun. I love not knowing what the fuck is going on and only getting out of context bullshit from the one person who posts about the Winchesters that I know. Yeah, But it okay. it's looking
2: into
1: because we don't know that, but, um, when we get to the Winchesters,
2: (laughs) we will, we will watch and talk about the Winchesters, you just have to wait a couple years.
0: See, okay, but here's the thing, I thought Dean already came back, like, I thought he was in the pilot. No, he's the narrator
1: or something, but now he's, like, like, I know he's the narrator, but I thought he was, like,
0: actually there. I don't think so. Yeah. But also, how is he he narrating if he's dead? Because, like, that's, like, the shot of him leaning on the car. No, but like I thought, I thought like people had a like a really strong reaction because they were like, "Oh my God, he's not dead" or whatever. I don't know. I don't know.
2: We'll have to find out when we watch the Winchesters.
0: Yep. God, maybe I I should watch it just so I I can have the respect.
1: Dragging this up while I also say that we should shut this down. But um, Jared did say that the finale takes place five years after the episode before it, which is so fucking stupid. But maybe. Literally nobody holds by that because it's stupid. Um, that doesn't make any sense. The, the dialogue doesn't even support but that. But maybe whatever like research Dean is doing into his parents. Again, I don't know anything about the Winchesters. Um, maybe he's doing that in those five years. And then whatever time. Like if Supernatural
0: were going to, I feel like if Supernatural were going to time skip five years, they would make it. They clear would to tell us, us that. Yeah, it's. Stupid. Yeah, they would give us. Like, also, a,
2: like, uh, we know what the lives of the boys are like. If they time skipped five years, they would have, like, I don't know, killed the entire pantheon of the world or, like, <laughs> done battle with the black hole god from the end of time or whatever.
0: Take a shot. Well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
2: Anyway, I was just gonna say I did some looking <laughs> into the into Walker and why people why people think he's a soy boy. And apparently, his partner does stuff. Also, he doesn't do everything by himself. Uh, I think that's why his
0: partner, like his wife, or his partner, like his cop, no, his wife? his
2: partner, like his cop partner, his cop wife. Okay. Yes.
0: <laughs> what? A, I, God forbid! I don't. Know, I don't anything, pretend to become part of the debate. <laughs> I don't think his cop partner is even a woman.
2: I don't think
1: so. God forbid cops do anything and become women.
2: Kim Kitsuragi, cop wife. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's talk about this episode. These ep- let's talk God. about some psychics.
0: Yeah. Okay. So The Mentalist was written by Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. No, I am not pranking you. Do we want to talk uh, about
2: these guys a bit?
0: <laughs> they come as a match set. <laughs> First of all, their, their first names are both Ben, their last names are both Acker, with a little bit on top for one of them. <laughs> they do a radio, a horror radio live show together, and they only wrote this episode of Supernatural. That's it. That's all that was on their wiki.
3: Yeah.
0: But I literally, I was looking at the transcript as I was writing my synopsis, and I was like, is this a fucking joke? Am I being punked right they're now? The,
2: they're the Thrilling Adventure Hour guys, right?
0: Yes. Didn't that do a
2: crossover with Welcome to Night Vale?
0: That sounds familiar now that you mention it. Hold on. Yep.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, they did. Yep. In, uh... 2014
0: um, at Spreckles Theatre in San Diego.
2: Yeah. Episode, um, 54.5 of the show. It was the third live show they did. Yeah, that's, that's how I... That's why I've heard of that. So yeah, the Thrilling Adventure Hour guys wrote this episode...
0: Fascinating,
2: <clears throat> um,
0: and timely because Cecil Palmer is making a comeback on Tumblr. Hell so yeah. he deserves
2: it. Yeah, it's so true. true. The Cecil sweep. Cecil um, sweep. Hold on, I do actually have some more information about these guys. I just need to find just, just one second. You
0: get writer facts today.
2: Well, we we tend to do this whenever a new writer happens. Um, by we, I mean me, because I'm interested in the shit. Um, I just
1: pitch in if they're Jewish,
2: yeah, they Token. truly do come as a match set. This is really interesting. So, um, they yeah, their IMDb credits I think are all the same, at least for writing. That's so
3: cute. I love when people have
2: words it, is their, cute. Their it is their
0: supernatural wiki entries are literally exactly the same, just edited to <laughs> very to funny. talk about one or the
2: other. Um, so the other thing they did is apparently there was a Puss in Boots TV show on Netflix. Um, and they wrote, uh, together 11 episodes of that, um, they also worked on the, uh, Cut and Run podcast, um, Mark Evan Jackson and his friends from work, Dead Danson and his friends from work, uh, and then, yeah, uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour. Um, I can't believe their names are Ben Acker and Ben Blacker.
1: (laughs) Did they, like, Honestly, in though, if and I met someone never
0: split up or something. I don't
2: know. This is what <laughs> Honestly, I'm trying to find out. If I met
0: out. someone with the same first name and almost identical last name, okay, I would. Ash is such a common name for queer people, anyway. <laughs> but a super similar last name, I would probably also want to become a writing partner with them. I would be like, this is such a great bit. Oh. I was We're right. They the met in college. The Wikis. They met in college. Oh my God. Okay,
2: yeah. So they've, um. They've written They've done a bunch of comics writing together. They've written some Deadpool stuff. Uh, there's there's thrilling adventure hour comics too. Apparently that they worked together, uh, worked on together. Um, I think that Ben Acker did not. I I think Ben Blacker did Hexwives um by himself um, which is about witches um, if if that wasn't obvious. Um, and also, they've written a bunch of, um, Star Wars stuff together. Oh, anything uh, good? Um, they wrote, uh, the Join the Resistance, uh, YA, or, sorry, middle grade books that are about, about a bunch of, uh, Resistance troopers on the, on the, quote, on the run from the First Order, so... I don't know. I don't care about that era of Star Wars, but maybe they're good. Um, They also (laughs) they also have some. Do you see
0: these in the schools you work in, Emma? No, I was gonna say I found something
1: else, but I don't. It doesn't Uh, need to go now.
2: Well, I was just gonna say they also wrote a story in the certain point of view uh, collection. What were you gonna say?
1: Yeah, I found an interview with them where someone asks how they met and when they decided to write together, and Ben Acker says, we both went to Syracuse University, and we were both transferring into the film program from other departments in the school, so we met on a line to get our curricula for that department, and we became friends. It turns out that we had mutual friends who had been meaning to introduce us for about a semester, so we very <laughs> quickly became friends and spent the remainder of our college time together, blah, blah, blah.
2: That's so cute. Oh God.
1: That is very cute.
2: I love and I love like heterosexual got jobs life and partners. having
1: College and stuff, and then um, Ben Acker had an opportunity and no knowledge of how to do it, so he asked the other Ben for help, and they started writing together right after graduation. That's so cute.
2: That's very cute. Shout That's out. so
0: sweet. I love it.
2: This episode was like fine.
0: Yeah, it was fine. But
2: like, I don't know. I hear the thrilling adventure hour is pretty fun. Um,
0: yes. Also, this episode was directed by Mike Roll. Um, Okay, now we we can talk about the
2: episode.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we've only been here for half an hour. Okay, so the cold open starts with a seance. They're trying to contact someone named Danny, but the husband only wants to know where their money is. Uh, Then the planchette flies up and stabs the medium in the throat. Dean, without Sam, breaks into a car and hears about the crazy death of the medium, so he decides to go investigate. Apparently, it took place in Lilydale, the most psychic city in America. At the crime scene, Dean looks around and finds all manner of fake stuff, blah blah, you know. Uh, Dean stops into an interesting cafe and sees that Sam is there. He, of course, just takes a seat and decides that they're going to work this case together. Uh, Sam is too angry for words, I guess. Uh, Sam reluctantly agrees to work their case together. They're briefly recognized because, you know, they were America's most wanted for a hot minute. But they manage to convince the woman... Otherwise, and talk to the psychic. another psychic in town, a guy named Nikolai. Uh, the first victim, the one before the medium, was apparently brained by her own crystal ball. Uh, the medium's granddaughter lives in town, so Dean and Sam go talk to her. She just got back into town because she usually works the circuit. Dean's amazed at how normal it is, and gets told that not everyone has such a fractured sense of identity that every part of themselves is a carefully crafted facade that they maintain with 100% dedication every minute of every day. Anyway. Uh, the boys had noticed in the photos that both of the women were wearing the same necklace. The first victim gave it to the second in her will, and then everything else went to the Emporium in town after, uh, Granny died. (laughs) Granny Goldie is actually, like, her stage name. Um, so the necklace is a fake, and they're back to square one. Uh, then we see Nikolai again. He's prepping some cutlery for his act when they all start standing up, like prongs up, pointy, pointy part Uh, On the coffee table, Nikolai is raised into the air and dropped, uh, and he's gotten the old Ten of Swords treatment. Then Melanie, Grandma Goldie's granddaughter, calls Sam and Dean. Apparently her grandmother left a voicemail talking about predicting her own death, but Melanie just got around to checking her messages. Dean and Sam get Melanie up to speed and tell her that there's a ghost around, but they have no leads in a town full of supposed psychics and supernatural paraphernalia. Dean and Sam split up because they're fighting, and we have to take every opportunity in the episode to remind the audience. The- all of- they really milk the whole, like, psychic thing. They- every time there's a psychic on screen, they're like, there's something going on between Uh, you two.
2: All the psychic stuff- all the- all the psychics are, like, the most fun part of this episode.
0: Yeah. Um... Also, I feel like the synopsis is very difficult to follow, but that's because if you try to condense the episode down into a synopsis, it doesn't make sense. There's a lot of stuff that happens in a weird order. Yes. Um, Anyway, uh, we cut to Melanie's friend, uh, whose name is Camille, and we saw her earlier talking to Melanie. She's doing a psychic reading for a woman, but afterwards, as she's cleaning up, she has a vision of her death. For some reason, uh, this woman has a big mask with a camera in it, so they watch the footage and see a ghost. Melanie recognizes her from a photo in the museum, so that's Sam and Dean's next stop. They find out that the ghost is part of a 6 sister act of psychics who founded the town. Mm-hmm. The museum guide gets the ghost of Ellen in his head and tells Dean that he needs to stop bottling everything up. Dean and Sam have a fight outside and air out their grievances regarding Amy. Uh, then we cut to the cemetery. They're digging out a grave and talking about why this ghost is giving premonitions before killing them. Then the ghost appears just as they're about to burn her bones and, and is like, no, don't do that. Uh, Thinking they're safe, but still traumatized, Melanie invites Camille to stay with her, and as she's packing to leave, they see the ghost, the ghost of the sister that they thought was the normal one, whose whose bones they did not burn. Uh, Melanie calls Dean on the phone, and Sam walks them through the whole salt thing, but for some reason, this Costco-sized container of salt is out, so the ghost throws a waist-high object at Melanie and kills Camille. They figure out that the ghost is killing all the more famous psychics in town, so they figure that Melanie is next, so they have to figure out what's going on with the ghost fast. With- they have to figure out what's going on with the ghost fast. Except the lady's grave is empty, so that means someone is probably controlling her. Sam goes to the Emporium to talk with the pawn guy to track down some stuff for necromancy, and ends up at a woman's house during her pregnant couple's yoga class. Oops. Of course, this tips San off that the pawn shop guy, Jimmy, is the one controlling the ghost sam goes to confront him turns out jimmy is a real psychic and he and margaret are having a great time together killing people who are fake but more charismatic also jimmy is fucking her bones margaret uh, attacks melanie uh-huh. and dean while sam tries to get the bones from jimmy sam kills jimmy and salt burns margaret's bones uh back in the cr- that crunchy coffee shop melanie comes to talk to dean and sam makes himself scarce they flirt a, rel- a little but nothing really happens but she thanks him Sam and Dean agree to travel together again, but they have a little heart to moment uh that I'm sure we'll talk we'll talk about, and that's the end of the episode yeah. yep
1: I think um, this one is fun it's a good uh premise for a supernatural episode of
0: like what if there was a whole town of psychics and it's a real place so that's fun yeah it is it is like a it it feels very at home
2: yeah um so i was i was uh i was doing i was like. I was looking into this because I wanted to see whether it, it's, like, represented in these guys' further work, uh, like, whether these guys on their own are weird about gay people or whether there's just something in the water at the Supernatural studio <laughs> about, the like, the show just has to be weird about gay people, and, like... There's a there's a gay character in the thrilling adventure hour, uh, named Colonel TikTok. From what I've been able to find out, uh, who's like who's like a like a Victorian like time travel adventurer guy. Okay, TikTok like the um, Oz
1: guy, not TikTok like the app or the
0: Kesha song.
2: No, uh, this was before. <laughs> uh, this was before that.
0: <laughs> it was before the app, not before the Kesha song. Put some um, respect on her name.
2: Yes. Um or maybe he's bisexual. I don't know. I
0: There is a queer character there.
2: I don't know. I don't know what You know what? I have no idea. I'm going to I'm going to step back from this. If you know stuff about the Thrilling Adventure Hour, let us know. I don't know how much of this is Tumblr being like this character's queer and like that may not actually be textually true. Uh you know, I love fandom readings of characters. We we've <laughs> My, my my dear darling co-hosts have done that a lot, but that does not always mean that it's in the text or the intent of the writers, so if you know stuff about the Thrilling Adventure Hour, please let us know, because I am curious about this. Because, um, yeah, this episode's weird about gay people in several several sections.
1: I just found the um, wiki page fandom wiki page for Colonel TikTok, and he has a wife.
2: Yeah, he has a wife, which, you know, you can have a wife and still be queer, but that is what made me go, like, hmm, okay.
0: Even, like, especially if he's a Victorian pansy, you know. That's true. You know how it is. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, the TV Tropes
1: page says... Let me find it, actually. Okay. Here. The show creators claim that when they created Colonel TikTok, the subtext of him being a closeted gay man was not present. It only became present when Craig Kakowski played him so fey and jolly.
2: Ah, uh, Okay. <laughs> Okay. So is he in a lavender marriage with his wife? Is that the
1: maybe? It (laughs) says closeted. I don't know enough about him to know if his wife knows.
2: Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, (laughs) half an hour in, let's talk about this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Um, this opening scene is fun. Do we have actor facts?
0: Yes. Do we have actor facts for this medium? She looks incredibly familiar.
2: I don't think so.
0: Hmm. But then again, there's also a medium in a uh television Um, commercial that plays at the calzone place that me and Alex go to eat to that I'm like, I swear to God, she's been in a supernatural Grandma, (laughs)
2: Grandma Goldie, um, let's see. She is, uh, uh, she's Donaker's secretary in the wonderful, wonderful world of Disney. She's Margaret Wheeler in Into the West. She's Laura Hall in Deck the Halls. I, I don't think, she's Gladys in one episode of Psych.
0: I've never seen any She's, of these shows in
2: my life. Yeah, I don't know. Here, I'm going to send you her IMDb page, and if you've seen any of these, let us know. But I, she she wasn't in anything significant. Uh, my when...
0: talents include uh, not being able to recognize people I see every day and uh, looking at someone I've probably never seen before and going, hmm, uh-huh. they look familiar.
2: Um. So yeah, Rep... <laughs> This is a good old, like, classic supernatural kill scene. Um, mm-hmm. Good jammy blood, people freaking out, funny murder weapon.
1: <laughs> Someone skeptical of the supernatural until it happens in front of their yep. face. Yeah. hmm
2: Yeah, we get a lot of, like, close-up, like, shots of, um, ske- of, of quote-unquote skeptical husband is this guy's name, apparently. <laughs> um, I'll have actor facts for him later, so it's good that we're talking about him here. But uh, yeah, good. Some good screams, you know. This this just, is just a fun time, it's just it's fun murder time. Happen. Yeah,
0: yeah, fun blood splatter. We got everything.
2: Oh, I need to. So this blood splatter looks pretty good. Like they actually like put it in her neck and stuff. There's a blood splatter in the next episode that we need. That, like, <laughs> you, I, I'm probably not going to forget to talk about, but I I just need to mark that here and now.
0: Oh God. Yeah, I also made note of that blood splatter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, you know, the boys are boys are do are or I guess not the boys. Dean is driving around. Um
1: What happened to the Impala? Okay. I feel like I missed I, something. They were in yeah, the Impala okay, I'm in last episode. Sam walked are... away. Dean is left with the car. Why is he now stealing some random blue Dodge or whatever?
2: The thing that's confusing is That Dean drives away. So why did... So I guess he just ditched it off screen. That's the thing that's confusing. It's like, he shouldn't be the one that has to steal a new car. Sam is. (sighs) I guess, you know, this speaks to this show being a mess in general. I was going to talk about this uh, when we inevitably got to the um, conversation around Amy and, like... Uh, the way the boys end up talking about that. Uh, it's like... Why
1: didn't you catch that before you... A, the
2: previous it, episodes, was, yeah. it was... I'm just going to say this now. A, it was a mistake to give such an important, like, episode, or, like, uh, the episode itself... <laughs> this episode would be fine by itself, like, as a standalone episode, but is significant in the fact that it came after the last one, in which something yeah. very big happened, and then they just gave that episode to a pair of writers that have nothing to do with this show.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. In a way that just makes it look sloppy. Like, you guys are making money at this point. I know the CW was never profitable, but, like, you guys are supposedly making money at this point. You can afford to be, like, a little bit more thorough. Isn't this what you hire interns for? Yeah, maybe he just
2: hated that car so much, or maybe it broke down. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Okay, wait. Speaking of cars, this is not about the blue car that Zine steals, but... Um. Yeah, according to the Supernatural wiki page in the trivia section, um, the car that Sam gets into outside of the um the Lamazi class is Kevin Park's actual car. Um, and when Jared found out, he accidentally broke the door so that the door wouldn't open, and Jared climbed through the driver's side window. He's just like David Tennant.
2: <laughs> okay, so Dean no, gets right. in this car. He like I, the joke about the fast food is that he's stealing someone's car and then judging them for it being dirty. When's about the murders? um where, When's the, the oh the cyanism for a little bit, right? Because he mm-hmm. goes and investigates the uh, the psychic. The psychic house, which this house is There's great, like and I love that we spoil. see him investigate all the stuff that she used, like all the fake psychic stuff, like the thing that makes the chair rumble. Uh, yeah, that makes the whisper, um, the whisper. Yeah, the Yeah, the, knockers, yeah, the little, the, the I think it's like a, windows, what yeah. is it, is it a speaker and the chair?
3: Oof. He's such a
1: loser. He's he's playing with all these toys, and then he like yeah. He's he makes this like a. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna win the Powerball? Knock knock. And He goes, I'm gonna be rich, and turns to like grin at Sam, who's not there. Oof. He's such a loser. He's so lonely.
2: We get him walking down the street, and this is where we see this excellent sign, the uh, with all the psychics on the, on it, the the annual Lilydale. <laughs> um psychic festival with Nikolai, Grandma Goldie, and Imelda Graven. Yeah. It's great. It's very kitschy. It's got lotus flowers in the background. They're they're like they're doing like JoJo poses. They
0: really are. They really are.
2: Uh and then Dean goes to this fruity restaurant.
0: <laughs> a sign on so the wall. True. And like
1: the whole back wall is a blackboard. It says special of the day, you and soup of the day, a state of bliss. But there's like a guy's head in the way, so if you screenshot it just right, it looks like it says a state of buy. So true. Yeah. The guy describes the waiter describes the food as biodynamic. It like okay, <laughs> it, it changes your biology. It's
2: food. And uh that's that's what food does. It's so. good, it's good, like um <laughs> like buzzwordy uh-huh. language. I enjoy it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like techno babble, but for hippies.
2: Yes. Yes, Oh, hip, hip, hypnobabble. Bothered,
1: that just sounds like hypnotized. Um, biodynamics is like a term coined in 1924 or something. Um, it's wow. a holistic, ecological, and ethical approach to like
3: farming and nutrition and stuff. All right. Okay. Anyway, Dean is not having it.
1: He just... Dean <laughs> is so stupid in the scene. He has... He's oh. trying to like brute force his way back into oh. in a relationship with Sam. Uh, he just, like, walks over to the table and just keeps talking. And, like, he's like, if I just keep talking then we'll be in a conversation. So he just he just does, like, a whole little monologue about this case. And then he's like, anyway, this is good. How you been? <laughs> he hasn't said a word yet, to Why do you think he's not mad at you? Do you think he's gonna forget that he's mad at you if you get him talking? Like, what was the plan here? He's mad. You killed somebody.
2: Um... Yes. hello. Sorry. The guy who coined biodynamics was Rudolf Steiner, the theosophist, the the occultist. Oh.
0: Okay, but that was probably intentional um, then.
2: Yeah, no. I'm just like, oh, cause because biodynamics and like this guy's like uh this guy was one of the first like p- like uh, people to like this guy this guy spearheaded like. Organic farming is a movement. And organic farming being tied like so intrinsically to like the charlatanism of like theosophy and occultism in the early uh, 20th century and like late 19th century, makes so much sense to me. This unlocks so much.:
0: That's great. For once, they actually did their homework, and it, I think it's entirely because it was these two specific guys.
2: Yeah. If this these, were any this absolutely, writer, falls, this absolutely falls within, like, the Thrilling Adventure Hours wheelhouse, like, yeah. I'm sure they talk about, like, theosophy and stuff in there. If
0: this were a Bucklemming episode, it would not be that clever. Anyway.
2: Wild. Okay, well, I love to learn things about history.
0: Um,
1: Sam has still not said anything by the time the waiter comes to get Dean's order, um, and then he goes... Yeah fantastic you are a virile manifestation of the divine gives him a huge smile and walks off and he goes what the hell did he say to me Uh
2: uh-huh dean's like i'm being hit on what
1: stunned silence what the hell did he say to me that's such a strange
0: affirmation too yeah
2: um Sorry, we missed the. We, we also we, we missed talking about the incredible radio show oh, that you listened to, actually, yes. hosted by hosted by Bananas Foster.
0: It's just me or should those guys? He does the that. howl and everything.
2: <laughs> the sound effects.
0: Oh, it's so it's literally like every it's joke really post good. about a local radio show.
2: Yep, which again, the Thrilling Adventure Hour is styled after a radio show. Like this, things are starting to make sense about like. Why certain things are what they are in this episode. I was like, "Oh, this is a cute, fun little little gag. We haven't we haven't seen the boys listening to a morning radio show oh, before." It's
1: not by choice. It turns on when he turns the car on, and he's about to turn it off when he conveniently yep. says something plot relevant.
2: Yep. Um. So anyway, uh, he gets D gets hit on and doesn't know how to take it.
1: And and then Sam is like dean look and before he can say anything dean like cuts him off he's like okay listen obviously we are both going to be working this case um you should you know work with me he says i'm not asking you to open up a can of worms okay i'm not even asking you where the hell you've been for the past week and a half and sam goes good and dean just like surprised pikachu like he was not expecting sam to actually shut him down for that he was expecting like yeah
0: that was his way of not asking you know <laughs> he's like i'm not even gonna ask And then Sam will insist on saying, on telling me, and then he didn't. And then he didn't. It, 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 like, takes him aback for a second. Dean, you are so
1: stupid. You murdered someone.
2: Uh huh.
0: God forbid women do anything. Is the woman Amy or Dean? Uh, that's for you to think about, (laughs) dear audience.
2: Speaking, speaking of women doing things, (laughs) uh, a woman recognizes them and put a pin in this woman, uh, whose name is Nikolai's friend, she does not even have a name. This, this, put a pin in her. Yeah. We'll come back to her. Well, in more ways than one.
0: Oh, okay. Fascinating. Pin placed. That's fun. Um... She
1: thinks that they're the Winchesters from TV, and they're like, "No, no, you know those guys. We get that a lot. That's crazy. We're completely harmless." She's like, "Oh yeah, sorry. You're completely gentle," which is a very funny choice of adjective I for can these tell serial from killers. Your you know that you're completely
0: gentle.
2: Uh huh. Uh huh. Also, actually, here, psychic, psychicness is not the only magical thing about her. Perhaps friendship may also be magic. That's, is my, she that's in my my little pony. <laughs> we'll talk oh, about it later. Oh God.
0: Okay. Sure, I guess.
2: So yeah, apparently <laughs> they're completely gentle. I mean, that's a good joke, right? Like yeah, she's uh-huh. totally off base here.
1: Um, and then Nikolai shows up, and he's like, "I'm Russian. We can spot the law," which is. <laughs>
0: it's so funny.
2: Nikolai is such a guy. I love him. He's great. We don't get very much of him, but he's very fun. He wants to be um he wants to be like so wait, was the mentalist airing at this point?
1: It must have been, that's what that was well, titled for, no?
2: Right, but mentalists are, are people. Yeah, Mentalist started in two thousand eight. Uh so The Mentalist is a TV show uh about a psychic uh who like works with the cops. Uh and the point like he's a fraud is the point, but like he's he uses his like into intuitiveness for people, um, to like uh help catch criminals instead of doing uh law stuff. Um it's, it's, sorry, sorry. Instead of doing psychic stuff, he does law stuff. Um, and that's what Nikolai wants to be. He's like, uh, let me know if I can help you. I'm highly intuitive.
1: He does like a little gesture it's with so Sam's spoon, and then after he leaves, yeah. it bends, which is fun.
2: He'll teach you to harness the power of your mind.
0: Sam, see, Sam they never actually explain that. that. Sam is a psychic. Which they don't actually, like, literally really not even in this mention episode this episode. At all. episode.
1: It's like there's a whole okay, showdown with a real psychic. Ooh, I have real psychic powers. Yeah, I, I, so, uh, There's two psychics in the scene. Why are you not doing anything? Well,
2: with them? I mean, Samda can't use his powers anymore, right?
1: He could if they weren't babies about it.
3: Mm-hmm. I think he to should just he
1: permanently can't. keep a little bit of demon blood in his jacket in case of emergencies. And if a psychic is coming at you, you should be able to use your
0: your own psychic powers at uh, him. Well, he could. He should at least be able to like. Do the stuff he could do before he started drinking the demon blood.
2: Didn't he lose that though?
0: Well why would why would he? (laughs) It was a writing decision to make him lose that. Right. I don't think there's actually any like Watsonian thing, like there's there's no text besides (laughs) like it it took him twenty five years to digest
1: the demon blood and now it's gone.
2: I don't know. Yeah, they're I really, I uh, thought... they don't,
0: the, it's the fact that they don't even hang a lampshade on it that bothers me.
2: I guess the, th- I don't know. Yeah. I thought maybe it might have something to do with um, Azazel, Azazel, like them killing, because like his powers were connected to Azazel, so them killing him made Well, but then he maintained
0: those powers By after... drinking demon blood.
1: Yeah, but like. So if he drank it again, he could get them again. That's my point.
2: Yeah. But also that th- th- we've gone down this him. road before. It wasn't good for him. I think in case of
1: emergencies, he should be able to, <laughs> and he won't.
2: It also this is this is me continuing to try to come up with explanations for it. It also could be the case that like you know the it's like uh, getting high, like you you end up needing like more and more or whatever. So it's like he needs to drink more and more demon blood to maintain the same level of power he had before.
0: Or maybe when Lucifer. Uh possessed him maybe that like eradicated the demon blood because maybe archangel powers yeah maybe, maybe Cass uh, out also his, his yeah maybe finished. you left his there's, soul there's
2: all and sorts of explanations for this
1: <laughs> that's just sloppy Cass.
2: i mean uh-huh. if he i don't know we talked about, i don't know if this is like a new bot like did did he yeah did did cast like eradicate the demon corruption from his body i don't know Alright, so they go meet, uh, Goldie's, uh... Granddaughter? Grand? grand yeah, granddaughter. Grand, granddaughter? Yeah, okay. I couldn't remember if it was, like, her, her, like, niece or something, but yeah, granddaughter. Um, she's, like, psychic, but, like... Normal about it. Not, not the best, nor- yeah, <laughs> she's normal about it, yeah. Sam
1: <laughs> Same wishes. Well, she's not uh, psychic. It's a, she's, it's a living. She like, reads people. That's her thing. She's
0: like, it's an honest living. And yeah. he's like, is it though? Yeah.
3: Yeah. She's psychic yeah, she... in the
0: way, like, you know, they believe psychics are. People who don't believe in psychics, she is a legitimate psychic for someone who doesn't believe in psychics. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> kind of. She really is. Like, okay, so people... people.
1: But also, she's not yeah, actually doing what she says she's
0: doing. Yeah, she's not actually psychic, but people who don't believe in psychics don't think anybody is psychic. Right. She's a legitimate psychic, as in she reads people. She's not, like...
2: I see. She... She's not
0: conning people.
2: Yes. Got it.
0: Yeah. She's legit. She has a job. She does it. Yep. She doesn't do the whole planchette thing.
2: Um... So, yeah, they chat with her. She she talks about all this that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they need to go get the necklace... Because they think the necklace is haunted. There's, yeah, there's a lot of, like, running around, like, getting things in this episode. It's like, because, because, and none of it actually matters because it's, because we got a, someone with a, with a ghost familiar.
0: A ghost girlfriend.
2: Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess girlfriend. Um, so they go meet, uh, Jimmy Tomorrow. (laughs) Great name. Yeah. I do like that this is the guy. Mm Mm-hmm. They set him up it's nice a... and early.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, apparently the name of this necklace is a Buffy um, homage. Oh, is it? According to the trivia sections, yeah.
2: Um,
0: oh, cute. Here in... <laughs>
2: oh, oh, wait. No, not the necklace. The orb. The orb of... Um, the orb is the necklace. Of the Sula.
0: That's, yeah. Yeah, that is the... That's the gem in the necklace. Yeah. Um, oh, right, right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, from Supernatural, um Supernatural, it's the Orb of What season or of Buffy something. is this? But this is Season two of Buffy. Yeah. Yeah, you can put stole
3: souls
0: in it.
1: Nice. Personally, I love having souls in my necklace.
0: Hey, what's wrong with putting souls in a little gem? Huh? <laughs> They're comfy in there. <laughs> they like it. It's like Pokemon.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh and yeah, it's a fake. Um I do like that they, uh, I do do like that, like, A, um, this, like, ties into his, like, motive later of, like, being mad at all the other psychics, because he, like, is trying to get business and it's not working. Um, But it is also
1: very funny that while he is killing people, he gives the feds his business card with his his address.
2: It's true. Um, so he's, like, he, like, tries to, he's like, hey, I can do a reading, like, they don't, they're like, no thanks, man. He's like, you're going to reimburse me for that, right? When they take it, and they're like, oh, yeah, just bill the government. Yeah.
1: yeah. The Bureau will send you a check. Um, There is a bit where Sam's like, we're looking for a necklace, and Jimmy goes, oh, romantic. Mm.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. Unnecessary. And Dean has this, like, look. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when Jimmy tells them the name, he's, like, the, the orb of Thessaly, right? And Dean just goes, we did not know. And then when he's not looking, he, like, mouths
0: orb. <laughs> orb pondering my orbs
2: orb the orb orb the, orb
1: the
0: orb the orb the orb orb is such a fun word but such a like it's so true it feels like an orb in your mouth it feels like i feels like orb. i put a marble in my yeah. mouth yeah orb
2: uh, and then we see nikolai um he's doing his spoon bending stuff
1: wait wait i wanted to go at the end of this scene oh i know we kind of went over it already um They're like, okay, yeah, this is, you know, evidence, we're feds. we're going to take it now, um, for free. And the way that they say that is we'll be taking the state's evidence discount, um, I don't know, I think there's something there about the way that the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, acting on behalf of the state gives them the right to take expensive things for free, uh, and then- Sam's like, yeah, this is a murder investigation. We'd like to personally thank you for not obstructing. In other words, like, it's illegal to stop us from taking your stuff. Um, And they happen to be lying, but, you know. And then there's, like, a an American flag on the door as they leave.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's that's true. The cops can do that.
1: exactly, And it's very convenient for the protagonist, so that's a good thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Come back with a warrant, Sam yep. and Dean.
2: <laughs> it's true.
1: So true. Okay, then we're at Nikolai, that's my next note.
2: Uh, this is a great death scene.
1: It's great.
2: Like, the moment he puts all the, all the cutlery on the table, you're like, oh, I know where this is going. Uh Uh I thought they were gonna all fly up into the air and stab him, but no, what happens instead is even better. (laughs) They all get, like, lifted up, like, so they're, like like, a bunch of spikes on the table, and then he gets lifted into the air and, like, impaled on them against the table. And so, yes, Russia,
1: you get lifted and
0: thrown. <laughs> <laughs> you are the wow. most high object.
2: It really is 2011.
0: Literally. <laughs>
1: um, I wonder if people
2: were making this joke on the internet when this episode came up.
1: I like how it's a
0: glass top table so we get the angle from beneath. Yeah. It's a good choice. Oh, it's good. It's icky.
2: This has happened at least once before.
0: Uh, yeah, we got it in Malus maleficarum. Malus
2: maleficarum. Yeah. Yeah. How do you remember that?
1: Because she had like those terrible scratches. I have worms in my brain. Made fun (sighs) of. Okay. For the and also also her titties were out.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I remember this now.
0: (laughs) You remember the titties? And also, I remember. (laughs) I I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway.
2: Uh, and they go talk to this cop, and he's like, "I don't know what's going on here."
1: Um, I do. I like that Sam's like when we see this this uh, chief of police or whoever it is. Um, Sam's like, "Yeah, hey, we we met at the station," uh, which I think is good, like exposition to see like what Sam's been up to while we haven't seen him, and like that is the way that people speak when you're reintroducing yourself to someone you met today. Um, it's so true. I think it works. Mm-hmm. That's a good line.
2: Uh, I also like that this guy the, that like the nine one one number is just clogged with psychics being like, I know why he died. It was an ogre that only attacks Russians.
1: That's also a Buffy joke, apparently, according to the trivia
0: section. Um, the episode. Okay, Triangle. Ben and Ben must. Yeah, like... they're
2: Buffy fans. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess who's a horror fiction like half comedy writer who's yeah. not like a fan of Buffy? It's true.
2: Oh, man. I'm like, this is bringing back ancient memories.
1: (laughs) This uh, episode description for the explanation of this joke is so funny. Like, no wonder Supernatural is the way it is. Uh, It says, which is a reference to the episode Triangle, in which it's revealed that Anya's ex-boyfriend, whom she turned into a troll while she was a revenge demon, is after her. (laughs) That sure is a sequence of events.
2: Yeah. A revenge demon. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Buffy's a very silly shell. This, this, like, this troll, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna read what, what, uh, it says on the top of this guy's page on the Buffyverse wiki. Ha ha, puny receptacle! You do well to flee, townspeople! I will pillage your lands and dwellings! I will burn your crops! Mark my words! It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh no, he'll burn
0: my at, crops. At this moment, is he, like, walking around Seattle? sunny day?
2: Um sunnydale but yes he's just like okay. in a bar <laughs> like very like thor bring me another scene so he
1: hasn't noticed yet that no one has crops he's in fucking california
2: yeah i mean i guess
1: there are crops in <laughs> california probably hopefully <laughs> um speaking of california the um the cop is like annoyed about all these spam calls of, of you know psychic tips um and one of the brothers is like, yeah, it must be really annoying to work here. And he's like, well,
0: is this our L.A.? And they do like a little fair enough shrug.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: Yeah, you're going to get your fair share of psychics in L.A. too. You're
2: going to get a lot in L.A. Uh, oh, a oh, lot in so general. Sam's alias is ancient born. That's a new one at the very least. It's on a musician.
0: Well, yeah, the guy told them, Frank told them not to use uh, uh It's true. It's true. Anymore.
2: So now they're naming them themselves after Tom Clancy characters. <laughs>
1: Uh, It's Dean's alias, not Sam's. I don't think we know what Sam is
0: in this one.
2: Oh, sorry, sorry.
0: It's because Sam introduces him. He's like, this is Agent Bourne. I don't... I think my next note is not until the museum. So there's a lot between Um... now and then.
2: Oh, sorry. The Bourne identity isn't Tom Clancy. It's Robert Ludlum. my bad.
0: Fool. And we all knew it, (laughs) too.
2: I always confuse (laughs) Jason Bourne and Jack Reacher, which Jack Reacher is the Tom Clancy one. That's why I
1: didn't... Comment because I recognize the Tom Clancy name because my family reads Reacher. Or oh, wait, are you wrong again? You're gonna make me look like a fool now.
2: I'm I'm losing my mind. What? Wait, hold on. Who's? Tom Glancy's is Jack Ryan. Who's Jack Reacher? Why is there both a super spy named Jack Reacher and oh, Jack Reacher is Lee Child. Thank you, okay. God. I all these people, all these men are the same man. Man, to me.
1: If you gave me five hundred dollars to name which one of them was the author and which was the character, I could probably yeah. do it. But which one matched? No way.
3: <laughs> <sighs> anyway.
1: Um, I like that they split up because they should do that more often, and sometimes they do, but this one is also working with the emotional undercurrent of the episode, which is something that in the interview I linked um the the Bens mentioned that they like uh when t v uses the plot as uh vehicle for the character's dynamics um I mm-hmm. can see that here, you know nice. Good mm-hmm. job, guys. And then my next note is at the museum.
2: Oh, before they split up, they t- they they tell Melanie that ghosts are real. Yes, they do. And she's like, "So the X Files are real?" And Sam's like, "We're not FBI." Just like, "Yeah, that's another person that knows ghosts are ghosts are real." She survives. Um, we meet. Oh yeah, we haven't um, had a final girl in a while. Yeah. Uh, we meet Camille, who's, who's cool. I like her. I knew she was going to die because she's a black woman in the show, exactly. and they weren't going to mm-hmm. kill Melanie. Literally,
1: she shows up in, the, in like, her first scene to be like supportive of Melanie after her grandmother's death, and it's like, oh, wow, a black woman on screen with lines. I wonder yep. if she will be plot relevant and if she will make it to the
3: end.
0: The answer is no. 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 Uh-huh. Shout out to this museum guide.
3: Yeah, he's having fun with it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yeah.
0: He's also actually psychic, which is great.
3: Uh,
2: yeah, oh, I guess before that we see this is it's this scene where we they like look at the security camera footage and we see the ghost, um, that's like is the one like going around doing psychic stuff because 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 mm-hmm. um, Camille had this like scary vision, um, and it's like. She felt her bones starting to break, which is good and scary. Uh, and then, yeah, they see the ghosts like with her hands on her head and the security camera footage, which is pretty spooky.
1: I think they should mm-hmm. make way more of a big deal every time ghosts are caught on film, but
0: whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just have
0: footage
1: of the supernatural.
0: Also, out why there. does she have? Why does she have this big mask with a camera in it? Like, I get the big mask; it 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 goes in it's with her whole vibe. Yeah. It's um, yeah, but why does it have a camera in it?
2: Well. just... I mean, home this is her Home
0: security footage.
2: Yeah, it's like because this is also her like office, right? Like this is where people come in and she like does readings, so it makes sense to have a security camera in case like I don't know someone attacks you and you could be like, well, here's footage of that happening,
0: or breaks into the the house to get the cash box or something. I guess that makes sense.
2: Anyway, they go to this museum.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Wild to me that they used Campbell's as the name.
0: Yeah, they did not have to. Do I know. That
1: and the Campbells were gay. Yeah. Yep. So the the museum guide the, the wall has like a bi- bunch of pictures of like sibling acts and we get like a close shot of the the, the the mystifying Campbell brothers um and the museum guide like sees them looking at all this stuff and he's like well, you know, sibling acts are tough. There's always so much pressure. They never got away from each other. Um it worked out for the Campbells, but they weren't brothers, they were gay. And the way he says that is it was cover for their <laughs> alternative lifestyle? Uh-huh. You can just say they were a couple.
0: I don't know. I can see an old man in 2011 I can see it, that. but come on. He's he's
1: being I don't like, think it's, it's respectability bad necessarily. I think it's a stupid thing for people
0: to say. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been new.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's also talking sort of in the parlance of the time, and that's definitely what people would have said would uh-huh. have would have called it back in the day. Or worse things, but politely speaking of it politely, anyway. Um, I his he makes a point, of course. We get some, like, uh, uh, we're talking about siblings, so of course, Sam and Dean are relevant here. And the guide says, like, it never ends well for the siblings, the strain of working together, being around each other all their lives. Yeah, um, this is the episode sort of shoehorning in the whole Amy conflict. It's fine, we're gonna have a call Again. Back to this conversation yeah. at
1: the end, of course. Yeah. Because that's how a, a one shot episode is a monster of the week is yeah. formatted. Yeah. Hee <laughs> When characters have feelings. Um so- <laughs>
2: and then yeah, so this is again like this this is such a good one off character because yeah, you're right. He's an actual psychic. He gives them a message from Ellen.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like that li- like that line didn't quite land for me.
2: But uh, if you don't tell someone how bad it really is, she'll kick your ass from beyond the grave. You'll have to trust someone again eventually.
0: Yeah, like, I feel like it's trying too hard. And again, why is That's it a fair. Dean
1: message? Like, Sam is having problems, too. We're just only supposed to care about Dean? Because it's, it's the Dean show. Frustrating.
2: Oh, well, this is the Dean show.
1: <laughs> well, I'm getting sick of that guy.
0: <laughs> I've had enough of this dude.
1: Where is Kaz. I miss him. miss him. If we're not gonna yeah, let us see anything was, about Sam, then at least let me have Cast look at.
2: I think when it's fun. I I was like Ellen, yay! Yeah. Uh, but but you're right. It is kind of like just shooting. I did put in. a big
1: frowny face in my notes, but I also think like there's no reason for this to be a Dean-centric episode. I don't care about Dean yeah. feeling bad about yeah. his crimes when he's hurting other people.
0: Yeah. Like I like I like the fact that this guy just so happens to be an actual psychic and Ellen just so happens to be around like, hey, I'm going to kick your ass. I just feel like the line could have had a few more passes through the the editing process. <laughs> make it sound more Ellen-like and make it be shorter, more concise. But that's just like a stick
2: To be thing. fair, this guy isn't yeah. quoting her directly. He's like paraphrasing what she said.
0: Yeah, seems
1: like it. But also like, how bad what really is? Just like his general mentals? You have to trust someone so. yeah. Like, I get that there's, like, a callback <laughs> about, like, Cass. His general Cass breaks, mentals cheated on are pretty bad. But what, what trust issues is he having now? Not telling Sam
0: about things, I guess? No, mm. he has trust issues because of Cass. No, 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 I said that. He says this at the end of the episode. I know.
2: Um, all he right, always so
0: th- doesn't trust Sam.
2: They learn about the sisters here. Um, Kate and Margaret Fox... Uh, and they're like oh this is it so they go burn the bones and uh yeah they 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 now talk about Amy.
1: Yeah, according to the fandom wiki page, Margaret and Kate Fox really did live in Lily's in the 19th century with another sister called Leia.
2: Oh. Cool.
1: Weird to claim that an actual historical person is killing people as a ghost, but whatever.
0: Well, it's not outside of this show. Yeah, like it's not the
1: worst writing decision reason. ever, it's just kind of weird. I guess technically this episode is RPF, you know? Don't say that. Like, imagine if it was like, yeah, um, remember We've... the episode where we had Gandhi try to strangle Sam? What if it really was Gandhi? <laughs> you know, like, it's weird. That's a person. Gandhi's a famous person, and these people are, like, micro-micro-celebrities, I guess. But it's weird that they took real people and not just, like, a spin off of real people.
2: I would like to point out that this is the show where Samuel Colt was in was God, a I for, I like monster about killing advice, wizard. I
1: forgot about It's it. true.
0: Yeah, this show is not above doing RPF. Well,
2: I disagree about it being legitimacy. RPF. I think it's only RPF if they're alive. Because uh, <laughs> otherwise, all... as the Hamilton
1: fans though.
2: I.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we make an exception for Hamilton.
2: I mean, okay, so like, historical fiction does this all the time, right? Like,
0: okay, that's true, that's true, that's true. Yeah, it's just funny. You're right. What? There's a. Yeah, this is historical fiction. If they're still alive, it's RPF. You gotta wait like seventy five years at least in order for it to be historical fiction and not weird. You also have to make it not so weird. So, are we
1: calling the Elton John biopic uh, RPF?
0: It's a biopic.
1: <laughs> I just like poking at categories. Yeah. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is Rocket Man RPF? Stop. Anyway, the answer is that we made up all these words that so you can say whatever you want, and you can't be
2: wrong.
0: <laughs> so true. I
2: mean, I, yeah, I have many, I have many thoughts about this. I, I don't necessarily like. Mm. You know what, I'm gonna say this, because, because whatever, people come here and listen to us talk. Um, so my favorite author of historical fiction is Guy Gavriel Kay, uh, in part because he only kind of writes historical fiction, um... He writes in a world that is almost ours, but has a slight shift toward the fantastic and has all the names changed. Uh, And he spoke about the reason why he does this is because he does not like the idea of trying to actually, like write and embody, like, real historical people and think about what they're thinking. He thinks that the dead should stay dead and, like, be respected in that way. But he is still interested in their stories, so he will make characters based broadly on them, but are nevertheless different people in, like, smaller ways or, like, ways that he can make his own. Um, there, in, in his books, there will often be, like, major historical figures as prominent characters, but they will, like, have different names and stuff. And I think that's a good way to do right. it. Right, see,
1: that's what I'm saying. The show could have done that if they wanted to, like, draw inspiration from these real sisters who lived in the 19th century. They could have just, like, changed the name to Bear instead of Fox, you know, but they, yes. they did not but do But also,
2: lots of, people, lo- lots of people like to just, to, to, like, write about historical figures, and Guy Gabriel yeah. Kay is sort of an outlier in that regard, which is why I wanted to bring him up.
0: Yeah, it's easier to just be like, this is the person, and, and the, like... I think most historical fiction writers acknowledge that, like, this is a fictionalized version of this real person, um, yeah. and, and this is, like, it's, it's um, you know, it's, it's fiction. There's, like, reasonable people know that there's no way we can actually know, like, how things went between, like, George Washington and, and I don't know, Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Just as a random uh. example. <laughs> Yeah, just as a random, I was trying to think about Turn because that's the other, like that's pretty much the only historical fiction show I've ever watched. But I couldn't remember any of the other names.
2: Excuse me, Ash. What are you forgetting? What? Two very important historical fiction things that I know you care and like a lot. Are we talking
1: about Doctor uh, Who? Probably. They
0: do this.
2: Doctor Who and Black you're Sails.
0: Ah, right? oh, fuck! You're right. <laughs> God damn it! I'm guilty of this too. Anyway. <laughs> Ouch. Um, so I think, like, I think, I think it's one of those things where it's like everyone has a different um, viewpoint of like where, f- fiction, where fiction ends and when it becomes like imitating real people. And different people will have different gauges of whether or not that's weird.
2: Yeah, I personally don't mind it. I think it gets the the more you like skew away from who that person actually was, according to the historical record, um, and start doing your own thing with it. The, like, weirder it is for me, for example, uh, the Hamilton stuff.
0: Yeah, it's also, like, how are you treating this character? Like, are you treating it with any, like, not that, you know, slavers and racists deserve any kind of, like, reverence or anything, like, when you turn them into fictional characters, but, like, I feel like, I feel like Hamilton is a little bit different from, like, Black Sails. Because, well, first of all, well, first of all, Black Sails is based on Treasure Island, which is, I think, based on real events, but is a fictionalized version of those events, and then Black Sails is a prequel to those events. So, like, there's so much distance there. Like, Captain Flint gets mentioned, like, twice in Treasure Island. John Silver, like, is a totally, like... You see how he gets from point A to point B from the, like, end of Black Sails to Treasure Island? Like, you see that, but, you know, there, there, there's some difference, you know? Like, it feels like it can be a different character, like it stands alone. Um, Whereas, like, Hamilton is straight up just based off of real people.
2: I don't think there are any real pirates in Treasure Island. Well, then I why think did there, you say Black Sails does this
0: about- Oh wait! No, Black Sails has Anne Bonny and. and
2: but um, but but yes, Black Sails has. Charles isn't Vane. Blackbeard in Black Sails?
0: Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I forget That's which a, of the which of yeah. the pirates there are real pirates and which aren't.
2: That's fair. Captain Flint anyway. and Captain Flint and Long John Silver were not real people. Um, okay,
0: fair. I think Charles Vane and Bonnie um, and Edward Teach obviously were, were real pirates. I think there's a couple others in there too. But anyway, I don't know how closely... Okay, actually, I do know. For the most part, Black Sails, the characters based on real pirates in Black Sails are not at all like the historical accounts of the people they're based off of. They basically use the name and nothing else. And I think, Wyatt, you said like that was weirder for you. For me, that's less weird.
2: It is weirder for me. I also don't care me. very much. Because I guess it... <sighs>
0: The name I don't know. Is more Pirates, of a Pirates are interesting
2: because they're so mythical, like, even though they were that's real. Yeah. I'm thinking about, like, I don't know, if you're writing about Isaac Newton and you, like, totally change everything about like, who he was as a person and his personality, like, that's weird to me.
1: That's
0: true. That's true. I get where you're If you're, you're going to make a movie about year. Alan Turing. Oh, God. God. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. If you're going <laughs> to. I would say that that's also a biopic, but they take. Like, I feel like they present it as a biopic, but they take too many creative liberties, so it leans into historical fiction and in a way that is just gross and annoying. Anyway.
2: Yeah, it depends how much of it is, like, misinformation, too. Yeah, like-
0: and, and whether or not, like... The, the creator actually respects the, the subject and yeah. their
2: audience. Okay, this has been our historical fiction digression. <laughs> the, 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 the the answer is, it's complicated. It depends the on the situation is, don't be and be weird about who you're it. writing about, but don't be weird about it.
0: Yeah, it's it's very easy. Just don't be weird about it. What the fuck is Threshold Day? Oh, it's the day that the Star Trek episode
1: Threshold aired, which is the one with the lizard babies. Okay, I get that.
0: You say that like I know what the fucking
1: lizard babies are! I haven't seen <laughs> the episode, but I've heard the explanation. Let me go find my friend's explanation. <laughs> Wyatt, do you know? Here, no, I do found it. It's oh, no. yeah, an episode <laughs> of Star Trek Voyager where Captain Janeway and Tom Paris get <sighs> turned right into lizards and have lizard babies on this weird planet and then just leave the lizard
0: babies there.
2: Why are we talking about this?
1: Clearly,
0: Sorry, I, I opened Tumblr post. and it was the first post I saw. <laughs> Oh this episode It's is a all over my mess. dash
2: dude We've been we've been here for an hour and a half and I think we've talked about this episode for about half an hour of our of the amount of time we've been here for. So Listen. they go and dig up <laughs> the bodies to burn the bones and talk about the Amy situation.
0: Yeah. They're like, Why would this ghost warn people before they before she kills them? I don't know. Have you considered that there's more than one ghost?
2: Yeah, that they it's it's a big L for the boys here. Um. Mm. The, so Sam says like you go on. This
1: argument is so frustrating because it's exactly the problem we were talking about when from the moment Sam found out about Amy where uh Dean is like, "Come on, move on already." I know, you know, we agreed uh-huh. to work the case. We didn't agree for you to be a dick the whole time. Are you serious? You're mad that he's mad at you for murdering somebody?
3: Uh-huh. Um,
1: and yeah. it seems like enough's enough. And Sam goes- You literally
0: told him he was allowed to feel
1: his feelings. Sam's like, look, I'll work this damn case, but you lied to me and you killed my friend. You lied to me comes before you killed my friend.
2: Yeah. I, I now yeah, understand the, everything. My friend. I, it was, yeah. It was a mistake to not have someone who like, Knows these characters better to write this episode. I I don't know. Maybe, like, all this stuff. Maybe they were told to write all this. But it just... I don't know. We saw Dean feeling, like, super guilty about what he's done. And now he's just, like, pissy about it.
1: I... Well, okay. I think there is a read that you could pull from this where... um. Dean wants Sam to move on so that he can feel like he can move on because this guilt is eating him up and therefore he wants to be able to move past it as fast as possible. Like, I could see that, but I think this mm-hmm. conversation just comes off as super frustrating because Dean is like, no, I did the right thing. If you didn't know Amy, you would have killed her too. Sam goes, "You did. I didn't know her. Dean's like, yeah, which is why you couldn't do it. That's You're just going back to the bioessentialism argument. But except it's like, but this mm-hmm. one, it was my friend and therefore deserved to like, oh my God, you guys are not the arbiters
0: of life and death, except they are.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. It is. It is frustrating, especially given uh, just how little the show questions it.
2: Yeah, it sucks.
0: Like the important thing here is the tension between the boys and not the question of whether murder is wrong. The, the system. Yeah, yeah, they're not actually questioning, like, the the system the boys act within, which of course not. It's a melodrama about these boys. Like, of course, they're going to center on the tension between the boys, but it is still frustrating where it's like, I know that you know, I know that you know, Shakespeare the supernatural team by the shoulders i know that you know there's nuance here (laughs) you talked about it
2: sam says if i've learned one thing it's if something feels wrong it probably is and dean's like usually yeah but not killing amy though
1: (laughs) you couldn't do it so i did that's what family does the dirty work oh yeah that's what brothers are for for murdering each other's friends when you can't do it because murder feels bad to you
2: It's like, I would have told you eventually once I knew this whole waving a gun at Satan thing was a one-time show. I think it's reasonable to want to know that you're off the friggin' high dive, Sam. You almost got us both killed. You can be pissed all you want, but quit being a bitch.
1: It's terrible. Dean- This is like the worst. I want to kill him for this. I think Sam should have firebombed the Impala for this conversation.
2: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: He would have deserved it.
2: So then they go back to talking about the ghost. Uh, the I ghost shows up here and is like, no, stop, so I'm funny. the wrong one. I
1: just think it would be so funny if Sam killed the Impala and Dean was like, how could you do this? And Sam was like, no, you don't understand. The Impala was evil.
0: <laughs> All cars are evil, Dean. Haven't you seen that one episode of Doctor you And he'd Who? be like,
1: my baby never hurt anybody. And Sam's like, no, but she was going to. He yeah. should have done it. It would have
0: been <sighs> so fucking funny. You've hit, you've hit things with, with your car before, Dean. I remember that possum. <laughs> you might have forgotten that possum, but I remember the possum.
2: So she'll kill again. Camille get attacked. Melanie does an alright job defending Camille up until she doesn't, and then Camille dies, and they're like, oh no, there's another ghost.
1: You guys suck at your yeah. job. Why did they let them just, like, go chill? I mean, I know usually the problem is solved when you have the ghost bones burned, but yeah. you have no precautions in place for if that didn't work. You're just like, yep, go home, go chill like not even like keep salt on hand just in case
2: I like that this is how they figure out the motive though of like the ghost wanted to kill Camille and not Melanie because it's going after like uh people the doing the psychic showmanship yeah mm-hmm. um they go dig up her grave but the bones aren't there uh they're like oh all the headliners are dead
1: oh there's a bit while they're digging the grave that's um hold on it might be the first grave no, the second grave, I think. Uh where um Dean is digging and Sam is like sitting next to it and then we, we like pan past the tree and they they've swapped
0: like time has passed. It's good. Mhm. Also there's digging the second grave in daylight and Dean's like I feel naked doing it. Like, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh... Dean says bitch again. <sighs> yep. There's bitch four
1: times in this episode. Hands up, so who's surprised?
2: Uh, Dean stays to protect Melanie, Sam goes and talks to uh, Jimmy again, uh, and then Jimmy sends him on a wild goose chase, which is how we, we learn that Jimmy's the killer, um, and then, then we get the showdown.
0: Can we talk about Sam busting in on this pregnant yoga class?
2: <laughs> yes.
0: The lady comes back. She's te- she's teaching a pregnant Yoda class. Yoga class. Yoda. Pregnant Yoda.
2: <laughs> pregnant Yoda. Is that where no! baby Yoda comes from? What? No, listen. <laughs> like it, it may seem that the Yoda species has two genders because we've seen Yaddle. Um, however, we, what we didn't know was that they they be a parthenogenesis, or that sure
0: i don't stop pregnant yoda handshake pregnant pregnant joker don't think about it anyway
1: yeah this is (laughs) i said don't think about it the bit where sam Um, is like oh my god i burst in with a gun in a place where the people do not expect you to burst in with a gun i'm so sorry uh, about this is it's just like that bit where he did it in like season two or i think maybe season one even where he like Sprayed some random people with holy water, and they were like, "What are you doing?" Uh-huh. And he's, like, "Oh God, sorry. It's exactly oh. like that." He's so. It was awkward. in Sin Thank City
0: you. with the mob boss oh, guy. So three, four, then.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. All the all the looks that all these people are giving him are very funny. Uh, his little I'm amazed really... nobody's
0: water broke from like fear. <laughs> <laughs> I think if somebody came into my pregnant yoga class with a gun, I would probably I would probably go into premature uh, uh-huh. labor best word
2: um the sam's line delivery on you're not a necromancer is really funny
1: (laughs) he's like oh i'm in the wrong place he's so funny i've been had um
2: sam's like dean it's the pawn shop guy and then ghost attacks wait
1: before that while sam is bursting in on pregnant yoga people dean and melody have a little talk um and uh Melanie asks if it hurts ghosts to burn their bones, and Dean says, "I never oh, really yeah. thought about it. Probably, yeah." Oh, and geez. she goes, "Good," which is fair. Like that—that that ghost did to like murder her friends in front of her. Um, I guess killing people's friends is bad. Uh, but <laughs> the, <sighs> like, I never really thought about it. Is crazy. You've spent your whole life killing ghosts, and you've never thought about it. if they uh-huh. feel pain.
2: Um, it doesn't surprise me. No, it doesn't
1: surprise me, it's just crazy about, like, as a statement of character.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what, like, what, what, like, I don't know, there's that, there's that whole, like, myth about fish not feeling pain. Like, whenever anybody, like, does, like, grim work, they always, like, have some kind of mental block to convince themselves. It's like, oh, it's fine, actually.
1: Yeah, well, I like textual evidence that the bioessentialism runs deep.
2: Yep. Like mm-hmm. that was
1: a person you see them scream every time. Anyway, uh, then Dean and Melanie are dealing with the salt circle while Sam goes after Jimmy. Um, the ghost does the like winds blowing the salt away, and he goes, "Hey, why didn't they do that? It's so funny." <laughs>
3: uh huh.
1: Why don't you do it with the way to He's stop tired. them doing that? Then glue the salt to exactly. the floor. Just like put water on the floor, Hula stuck. I mean, it would dissolve, but you just pour more salt. Or make the cir- circle thicker, so yes. at least it takes more effort than, like, oh, sorry for blowing in the mic. It's, it's, whatever. <laughs> Literally a hula hoop. You guys could have so many solutions if you used your brains.
2: Yeah. um Margaret looks great. um Great costuming so f- for her. And she has, like, this big scary smile on her face. And, like, th- this actress's, like, eyes are really big. um uh-huh. She does good work with her eyes in terms of, like, looking like a spooky ghost. I don't... Quite know how and to the makeup is it, really good yeah. at accentuating, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is a, this is a good ghost, she's going in the good ghost list for <laughs> the show. They don't what's very funny is they don't put any sort of like effect on her like they've done with ghosts previously, like, she's just a woman standing there, like, in makeup.
1: They spend all the budget on the bends, know me alive. that you don't need,
2: no.
0: yeah,
1: yeah.
2: She does the flickery thing, though. Yeah. Which, which. Maybe
1: it's commentary on how this is, like, juxtaposed with Jimmy saying sometimes the real thing isn't pretty or entertaining enough.
2: That's true. Yeah, let's talk about Jimmy a bit.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, he's. So he's a, he's he's a ghost fucker. That, besides that, he's complaining that even though he's a real psychic, um, he can't. Monetize that successfully, he's not showy enough. He, it scares people what he can do. He says, I can't pay my rent, which is fascinating. Which neither I can I, class consciousness <sighs> in the psychic uh-huh. complaint. I can't pay my rent, so I'm gonna kill people who can.
0: Yeah, cool mode the, of they're not billionaires.
1: Why are you going after your yeah, like, friends? Yeah,
0: just use your psychic powers to shoot Jeff Bezos into the sun. <laughs> it would be so easy. It would be easier than being a vampire and trying to eat him. It would be
1: so easy. Um, Yeah, he's, he's not only a ghost fucker, he's a kinky ghost fucker.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Well, and also, he's a real psychic.
1: He is a real psychic. For no apparent reason, he just is.
2: He just is. He didn't need I to get felt blood like...
0: Well, there are real natural psychics.
2: I love that the show, like, had to go from. <sighs> like, had to both close off its mythology and be like, oh no, all these psychics are only psychics because they have demon blood in them, which means they That's have demon true, powers, though. and demon. the demon's powers include being able to throw things around with their minds, to suddenly opening it back up again and being like, no, real psychics exist separate from the, like, metaphysics that we've already set up. I'm like, okay, alright. Well, real all psychics right.
0: have always in, existed in it, though, like, because yeah. Missouri and Pamela are real psychics. Yeah, shouts out both
1: of those at his, like his early monologue where he like sits down and starts oh. and he does say like when did we last see a real psychic? Um, and mentions both of those characters. So we have had real right. psychics. Yeah.
3: That's
2: but they true. don't usually
1: have like telekinesis.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the thing. That's
0: the so we've only seen telekinesis yeah. from so like, like the, the P- psychic people.
2: P- Pamela, that's that's sort of the that's that's what I mm. I was counting Pam, Pamela as a different thing um, in that like yeah the the ability to control matter in that way like is like a step above what I thought that a human could do within themselves outside of like demonic help is the point that I'm trying to make because the whole thing is like oh Sam's getting so powerful and it's like oh it's because demons are involved this isn't something that a human can do normally <sighs>
0: So I don't know if we ever get any more like psychic psychics. Ever? But I think I don't know. That's why I just can't think of any got it. Um Yeah, yeah, I can't think of any um off the top of my head. Um, but I think like with the retrospect that I have, um, and understanding physiologically how demons and humans work in conjunction to each other. Like I have a Watsonian explanation. It doesn't, you know, it's not airtight, okay. but it 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 works for my purposes.
2: I'm not even mad about it. I'm just like, okay, I guess we're just going to like have this happen now.
0: Yeah, I think that the the kids, the people who are psychic because of demon blood are a different class of psychic from people like Pamela or Missouri, even if Pamela and Missouri could move objects. There's, it's like the difference between witches who get their power from a demon deal and witches who are naturally powerful. Like they're different classes of the same. They get labeled the same thing. It, it's a categorization there's a, question. There's a physiological yeah. difference. It's a yeah. One. I guess it's we did que- case of categorization questions.
2: Yeah. And I don't even care about that. I mostly like. Ugh, I don't I'm mostly know. mad
0: that they don't comment at all on the fact that Sam was a psychic for a few seasons.
1: Yeah, he literally should have just said me too.
0: Even if he didn't do anything yeah. cool, yeah. Or like try to try to like get him to stand down or something by empathizing with him, like yeah. It, yeah.
1: What happens to Sammy's empathy? Yeah. Instead, he just shoots the guy,
0: which is crazy because
1: yeah. Okay. He's okay. Human. Hold on.
2: I wait. 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 First, before we need to get this is an important thing to talk about. Okay, go. Uh, before that, I want to talk about how we think this guy fucks this ghost.
0: Okay. Why do we have to think about how this guy fucks the ghost? I just...
2: Like, the bones... So the bones are beneath the bed, right? No,
0: they're, no, they're the on the bed. bed. They're, like, under, under the blankets. Blanket.
2: Oh, they're just under the blanket. Okay.
0: Yeah, they're, they're in the bed.
2: There's no... Does she, like, inhabit the bones? Like, it doesn't... It's a... It's like a goofy joke, but, like, it doesn't make any sense.
0: He probably fucks the bones and fucks the ghost.
2: How do you there's nothing there's it's bones there's gaps there's nothing to you,
0: you don't have to have a hole to fuck something uh, can we please move on there ways <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible is the point it's horrible and it's awful
2: <laughs> anyway yeah uh, Sam just like bop bop like gone just annihilated <laughs> just shoots this guy twice in the chest and he's out
1: I love when people are shot twice yeah. and it's bop bop gone <laughs> 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 Anyway.
2: To be fair, he did shoot at Sam. Yeah.
1: And Sam and is I'm a I'm not mad that Sam so shot has him. has the right to self-defense yeah. to murder people. I guess it wouldn't be murder then. I use the word murder loosely,
2: not legally. It's still like, m- most of the time this show has given us an out. Yeah, they conveniently um,
1: end up not mm-hmm. having to kill human beings. But this time- Yeah, the humans does.
2: always get- Hoisted by their own petard. And Sam's killed or humans before, be humans. but only as uh Soulless Joker fight Sam. Let me think. Uh
1: he killed Jake. I mean Who's Jake? Jake the blood freak.
2: That's true, but Jake was was a blood freak at the time. <laughs>
0: well so there, so are psychics. Psychics are freaks. They're monsters. Like, they've already had this, like, philosophical discussion about, like, whether or not psychics are humans, and they've already come out the other side of, like, it doesn't matter if you're hurting people, then you get to die. Yeah. So I don't mind that there's no, like, but, oh my god, he's no, human, I, because I mean, we already killed, had that we They've article. killed
2: endless humans because a demon is just a, a demon possessing oh, yeah. a human. So, like, that that's not what I mean. I just, like, this is surprising to me because it's always been like
0: from a from a narrative perspective usually it does not happen like this yeah you're right um
2: it's just like it's very sudden and then he's just like he's just dead like we get a shot of his like open eyes like on the ground like it was it was startling to me
0: he did that shit.
2: Yep. and then he burns the bones and uh saves dean saves
0: melanie well, wasn't, and Dean, she was probably going to throw a waist high object. at him. Yeah,
2: wasn't Dean getting like, like, bapped around? He
0: like got knocked over yes. or whatever, but he would have been fine.
2: Yeah, so right, sure, saves Melanie. I literally, who... I
0: literally wrote in my notes, "Return of the waist high objects." <laughs> it's been a while since we've gotten a waist high piece of true, furniture thrown. I miss you, baby. Revenge girl. of the arms. Ch-
2: yes, Melanie is being choked, and then and then the, the bones get burned, and then yes, rip.
1: Uh, so then Sam and Dean do their little, wow, he, girl was, boss, I he guess. was having sex with a ghost. Uh, and then Melanie uh-huh.
2: shows up. I don't, he, he was boning her, as Dean said.
0: God, I fucking hated that so <laughs> much. Uh- uh, and then the
2: waiter shows up and Dean says, if you affirmate me, I'm going to punch you in the face.
1: And the waiter does like, customer service smile. And he's like, okay, uh-huh. sure, normal things to say to a human person into their face. Uh-huh. Um yeah, one coffee coming right up. And then Melanie comes in and Sam excuses himself from the narrative because
0: we are in the Dean show. Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a final girl. That's that's Dean's uh thing. Sam uh, has
2: she's a better like, taste. Apparently. You guys are better now. Just kind of feel like
1: the Bens have been like inculcated on uh, early seasons episodes. Like, they really like season one Maybe and two, fans. and then they were like, all right, here's the most recent event in season seven, here's what the boys' tension is about, go forward from there.
2: Yeah, this extremely felt like Honestly, an early seasons episode. In a way that I liked, in general, uh-huh. like, it's a fun premise for like, oh, psychics, psychic town, and one yeah, psychic who is a real in, psychic is, is, is mm-hmm. killing all the charlatans because he's a real psychic and he's mad about it. I'm like, okay, that's fun. Mm-hmm a good uh like killer of the week Mm
3: let's
2: get a spooky ghost friend but yeah that like i would have liked this episode more if it was a season two like one-off episode that didn't have to be like oh also the boy oh also dean just killed like sam's childhood crush and they have to reconcile in this episode
0: yeah it's focusing (sighs) on too much um, I When it really doesn't have, like, the capacity. I do like the exchange where she says, like,
1: I wish we'd met on a better week. And he goes, I wish I had better weeks. Yeah. Uh, this is his life.
2: And then Sam and Dean have the, this talk. And Sam, so Sam just killed a man. And this is, yep. I, this is the thing that I guess, like, if you're gonna have to do this, like, I guess it makes sense, because now he's been thinking about the fact that he just killed this guy. He's like, you were right about Amy, if she was just any monster, I'm not sure I could have let her walk away, I don't know, I mean, I'll never know. Um, cause he just killed this regular human being who was also, uh, murdering people. Not, ju- just for spite reasons, though, not because he needed to eat, um... I feel like, as far as crimes go, this guys were worse than Amy's.
0: Yeah. Also, he had rancid vibes.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Have you considered simply that the baby had rancid vibes?
2: <laughs> um. And then, yeah, this is where what you guys talked about comes up Poor Sam's like the thing I'm actually worried about is you. Yeah.
1: Uh, this is where Dean says that ever since Cass, he's having a hard time, hard time trusting anybody.
2: No
3: hmm
2: it's like it doesn't feel right lying to you Sam's like if we learn one thing in the museum sibling extra tough oh. and dean's like we're like poster kids of functional family life compared to them are you Sam's are it's, you it's really? a you are so not i just they get over this so fast and i know they have to but yeah this is not this ain't it
1: yeah it literally mm-hmm. lasted what three episodes and that's not yeah. even like three episodes since sam found out it's Oh, you know what? Four episodes since Dean murdered somebody.
2: I'm just... Ugh. Yep. This would have been a great plot point for the show to start thinking about whether or not it's cool for them to do what they do. Like... This, this could have been, like, progression in terms of, like, what the show is about or what the boys think are, like, the morally morally correct actions. And the fact that it was just like, eh, well, it happened, and we're just gonna keep doing what we do. is just You're my eh, brother, just, so let's
0: get in the car. They, okay, they still have this conversation in season 14.
1: <laughs> stop! Stop so, having the same conversation! Leave each other!
0: Yeah, like, no matter how many times they meet, like, nuance... The the And the character that they are talking about in the conversation in season 14 is, like, so above and beyond, like, any other familiar person. I can't go into too much detail, but, yeah. It's, like, the fact that they still struggle with that in 2014 after they've, like, teamed up with angels no. and demons and witches and shapeshifters and...
1: <sighs> season what? 14 is not 2014.
0: I meant season 14. Did I say yeah, 2014?
1: I so. That's what I heard, at
0: least play back the tape 2014 2014 2014 season 14
2: <laughs> <laughs> whatever well don't forget you're here forever
0: yeah uh-huh.
1: and like narratively it and would it be will super never unsatisfying change. if like the show ended with the brothers going their separate ways forever like that would be a bummer but that like, is basically within how it ended. the universe like it would make the most sense for that to happen because they suck for each other
2: I just want things to happen, and I'm not going to get that, and I understand. (laughs)
1: No, no, you're not.
2: I, like, as I've said before, I do my best to think about Sam and Dean as comic book characters, and, like, I know that nothing will ever fully, like, change, but, like, even comic book, even, like, you know, characters like die and like sure they come back but like characters have kids or like change in some ways like the, there will mm-hmm. be like big they shifts and like then they'll then they'll go back to they have like reset points i guess where like
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know and that, sometimes
0: those reset points move forward a little bit
2: that's what i mean is like you can yeah. you can introduce new status quos that yes they'll always return to but it'll be that one and not the one that was previous to that mm-hmm Whatever, yeah. that's the episode. It ends with Sam yeah, going, seems- I still want to know how that guy bent my spoon. Sam, you literally just fought an actual psychic.
0: <laughs> okay, but I do want to know how Nikolai bent his spoon.
2: No, forget it, it's Lily Dale.
0: So we've been here for two hours.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. All right, so, um, the actors in this episode, uh, hold on, hold on to your hats. Oh, <laughs> Um
1: is that woman in My Little Pony?
2: Yes. Uh she's rarity in My Little Pony. She's also I'm saving her for last. Um Let me pull up my list here. Okay. Um So, um Melanie was played by Dorothy Brown Brown fam, I think. Um, is that how you pronounce that? Uh, who was also, uh, Katie in Roommates, uh, Kristen Newman in Wilfred, and Deb Brady in Light as a Feather. Jimmy Tomorrow was played by Johnny Sneed. (laughs) Sorry, Johnny Sneed, you have a very funny last name. Um... Who was also William Barnes in Parks and Rec, Tommy in Unhitched, Brian Olson in The Guardian, and Stretch in American Dreams? Camille was played by Rukia Bernard, who was uh, Simone in Yellow Jackets, uh, also Doc in Van Helsing. Nikolai was played by Dimitri uh, Chipovetsky, who was Bo in Children, Ruin, Everything. Uh, the Skeptical Husband, from the start of the show, was played by Gary Jones, who was Walter Harriman in Stargate SG-1, Atlantis, and Universe. Uh, the Cop, Chief Bramberg, was played by Dan Wilmot, who was Buck Olander in The Fargo Show. And that weird lady, who was just called Nikolai's friend, was played by Tabitha St. Germain. Which, which, by the way, sounds like a psychic name. <laughs> And uh, it's now time for another Canadian voice actor. (laughs) She played... Asha in Star it's Wars Ewoks, Augie Shumway in ALF, Sprite in the Legend of Zelda cartoon, B, Gotenks, and Mrs. Brief in the Dragon Ball Z, uh, Ocean dub, Flay, Alster Haro, and Birdie in Gundam Seed, Alexis in Transformers Armada, the Comas in Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, Shauna in Shakugan no Shauna, Moriko in The Girl Who Leapt Through Time, Naomi Misora in Death Note, Magnolia in the George of the Jungle cartoon, Pooka in Pooka, Captain Flamingo in Captain Flamingo, Persephone in Class of the Titans, Soma Perrys and Marie Parfasi in Gundam 00, Roberta in Black Lagoon, Roberta's Blood Trail, Martha in Max and Ruby, uh, Rarity in My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, and all associated media. Uh, Martha in Martha Speaks, different Martha. Shope in Super oh, Noobs. Akita in Ninjago. Raspberry Tart in Strawberry Shortcake Berry in the Big City, and many, many more.
0: Wow. I watched Martha Speaks when wow. I was a child. Me
2: too. Average dog. She went woof and woof and Now Then she ate some alphabet soup, and what happened was bizarre. why do Martha's
1: like? Anyway, we're going to take a break here. <laughs>
2: Oh, wait, I have to do the thing. Uh, When we come back, we'll talk about episode eight, Time for a Wedding.
0: (laughs) No, okay, the full title is season seven, Time for a Wedding.
2: I mean, I introduced what season we're in at the start of this.
0: Okay, but it's the title.
2: Oh, wait, is it actually? Yes! Oh, wait. Not on on Prime.
0: Uh, Well, it is on Netflix. Unless I've gaslit myself again. Hold on, where's the...
2: No, it is. It's misnamed in, uh, on Amazon Prime.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. I knew I wasn't wrong
2: about that. Okay, well, when we come back, we'll talk about season seven, Time for a Wedding. (laughs) Alright, uh, episode 8, season 7, time for a wedding. We open on Dean flirting with a stripper in Vegas, and, uh, he complains to her about Sam going off on his own on a hike. He gets interrupted from his hookup, though, from a Sam phone call, and, uh, sneaks his way out into a Vegas chapel. Um, he thinks something's wrong, but no. Sam's getting married, and Dean's his best man, and, oh, hey, it's Becky this is gonna be bad we get a special wedding cake opening here um dean is very upset about this he's suspicious because they met randomly during vegas week and maybe she knew about vegas week from the books uh they're gonna head up to delaware to celebrate uh sam and sam and becky dean follows them and also tells bobby what happened uh on the way home Uh, Becky stops in on one of her old bullies, and she's here to, A, gloat about Sam, and B, go to the high school reunion so she can gloat some more. Uh, Sam also meets Becky's friend Guy, who's played by Leslie Autumn Jr.? Speaking of Hamilton, Leslie Autumn Jr. is here, everyone.
0: Help, I forgot that that was gonna be relevant. I was like, that guy's fucking familiar, and then I googled him and I was like, ah!
2: Yeah, we just watched- he was just in Glass Onion, we just watched that.
0: Yeah, I did see that as well. Um, I was like, hello, dude.
2: So yeah, he's, he's here. Um, he's a Wiccan, uh, a quote-unquote good witch, as Becky says later. Uh, and he and Becky are doing something shady. Uh, he passes her a little potion. Uh, hmm. Dean, meanwhile, sees a newspaper article about a truck killing a lottery winner. Hmm. Uh, Sam and Becky have a nice dinner, and then whatever she'd given him earlier wears off. And he's like, where am I? What's happening? And then she gives him some more. Gross, 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 uh, Elsewhere, this weird-looking guy kills a dude practicing baseball. There's an incredible blood splatter. Uh, oh, Dean no. gives a waffle iron to Sam and Becky, which is nice of him. He's working the case about the weird guy. But uh, Becky and Sam are also working the case. Uh, Becky's very excited to do that. Um, Basically, people's dreams are coming true, and then they're dying, which implicates Becky here, someone whose dream also came true, re-Sam. Dean and Sam fight here in part ways. Uh, Sam gets Becky a fake ID to go investigate, and Dean meets a scrungy little guy named Garth, who is a character that Bobby sent to work with him and is the best part of this episode.
0: I love you so much, Garth. Crowley is a close second of Best of Us. Oh, yeah.
2: Crowley showing up at the end. Spoilers, Crowley shows up at the end. But yeah, uh, I can't wait to talk about Garth.
0: I love you, Garth.
2: Um, Both teams investigate this insurance agency. Uh, Dean and Garth talk to this guy who got a big promotion. Turns out this wasn't his dream, though. He didn't want this job, but his wife did. Uh, They confront her. It doesn't really work. Uh, Sam's potion wears off again, uh, and Becky is out of more potions. The weird guy nearly kills the wife with a chandelier, but Dean saves her, uh, and then they get her to tell them that uh, she sold her soul to this guy for her husband's promotion. And um, Garth's confused about why this doesn't work like a normal demon deal, where they have like 10 years. Um, Also, Sam tries to call Dean, but Becky hits him with the waffle iron and ties him to a bed. Uh, She calls Guy and asks for more potion, but Sam overhears this, and uh, they talk about that. Sam tries to get her to untie him, and she just gags him instead. Guy's setting up the high school reunion when Becky meets him, and now he does want, uh, he wants stuff for the potions. Hmm. Previously, he'd been giving her the potions for free, but now he does want something for the potions. Her soul. He's a demon. <laughs> He's offering 25 years, which is particularly generous. Dean and Garth break into Becky's house and find her mail, um, and also, like, uh, the, the fact that she's at a cabin. Um, Becky emotionally dumps to Sam, apparently needs some time to think about the deal, uh, but and then we cut back to her accepting it, but it was a trap! They catch a guy in a devil's trap, Sam Garth and Dean are all here. She apparently worked with them off screen. uh, they confront him about that weird guy who is another demon that has been like helping him use like a loophole in the contract to like collect on people's souls early um i don't I guess that I don't really know materially like why that matters for demons like why why like being speedy matters, I guess, like, so they can make more deals, but whatever. Um, Anyway, he starts kicking everyone's asses and saves Guy, um, and there's a big old fight. Uh, Becky kills that demon with one of the knives. We get a new effect for that, which looks pretty cool. Um, Dean uh, gets Guy, like, knife up to his throat and tries to make him call off the deals, but then Crowley shows up. Uh, we learn that this is why demons don't use loopholes. Crowley is very upset. Um, he's like, we 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 need to have some degree of uh, like consistency. This isn't Wall Street. People need to know they get they get what they're paying for. Um, also, this is where Crowley reveals that demons have been leaving the boys alone because Crowley wants them to succeed in hunting the leviathans. Because we got that little scene between Crowley and the the big leviathan boss. His name, his name is Dick, right? Dick, that's his name? Yep. Okay. Uh, his the, name is Richard, the,
0: but everyone calls him Dick. Yeah,
2: against the big Leviathan Dick. Um, and uh, it was like, no, we don't we don't get along. Uh, so Crowley clears Guy's contra- contracts and then takes him away, presumably to be tortured for eternity. Uh, Dean and Becky get... Wait, sorry. Sam and Becky get divorced. Uh, Dean says goodbye to Garth. Dean talks about how Sam can maybe take care of himself, actually. The end. <sighs> Well, this was an episode. Uh, This was written by Davin Laughlin, I forgot to mention, and directed by Tim Andrew. Uh, No surprise here that it's a Davin Laughlin episode. (laughs) Wow. No way. Becky sure came back.
0: Yeah. This won't even be her last comeback.
2: How can she come back from this?
0: Well. Waves hands.
2: Sam's like, I never want to see you again. And it's like, well, that's fair.
0: Okay, to be fair, okay, I'm pretty sure Becky doesn't actually hang out with the Winchesters. She does come back, but she's not around Sam Indeed. Dean. Okay. Don't even worry about it. Don't even, no, it's fine. She she grew and changed. Uh, She grows and changes over the next eight years.
2: I think we talked about her being in, like, the finale or one of the last episodes of the show. She's
0: in, she's in season 15.
2: Yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Well. Well. At least she didn't sleep with him.
1: Yeah, that's like the. the yeah, we only... do get a canon that they did not have yeah. sex. Like she's she's not a rapist by a technicality.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. She is, however. Um. I mean, she did kiss. She's about him. as
0: close as you can get yeah, without she, yeah, was like... actually raping. Someone. It just didn't happen yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah. It would have happened, and she would have done it. Yep. <sighs> There's. <sighs> What is there to even say? What do we even say? I was like, do we really have to talk about this fucking do episode?
2: We, uh, yeah, I was like, okay, goodnight, everybody.
1: Yeah, I have so literally, many notes, and it's just writing down everything that happens.
3: The title card yeah, is cool, at least.
2: The title card is fun.
1: The cake exploding into the title
3: card. Costco,
0: rotisserie rit- rit- chicken. <laughs> what
3: yeah
0: uh, when they're having dinner they've got like a costco rotisserie chicken on the okay. table it's still in the plastic well it works so the whole becky
2: it. thing really like brings this episode down in a way that makes it like uncomfortable to talk about Surely, which which like there's a yeah, lot of like, otherwise fun stuff in this episode like i like guy i'd love garth the the idea of a what wait what Garth. I said Garth. Yeah, we're
0: we not love correcting him. We you. Love we're him. just oh, him. Oh, sorry, chanting his name in reference. Okay,
2: okay. I thought you. Okay, I thought you were. I thought you were correcting me. Like, did I say Darth instead? No. Okay. Um, Garth. Garth's an actor, by the way, his his name is DJ Qualls.
3: Yeah.
2: Wild.
1: Garth is a very fun dude. It's like, what if a hunter was not a macho man? That's the whole bit. What if a
2: hunter was like the weirdest little guy? He's not even the best. little human. wet he's
0: rat just... of a man.
2: He, he has like no subtlety. <sighs>
0: they miss Cass so much. They brought him back, but maybe. Yes, him yes. That's the thing. And a he, human. he
2: He takes the exact same role that Cass does. What if they in had like a that one episode. Friends? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like Dean and Cass had to do like investigations together and Cass was like, what was it? Demons?
1: Yeah, you're so right. That was also Sin City.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was not Sin City. That was season
1: three. Castle wasn't there for that. I lied. Uh, Free to be you and me. Five three. Mm,
3: That one.
2: I confuse those episodes. Um, Oh.
3: DJ Qualls was in Breaking Bad.
2: He's gay. That's unsurprising to me.
1: Hell yeah. Good for him. Wait, hold on, who
0: what? Alex was complaining DJ about Quals
2: this came a lot
1: out this in
2: 2020.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, good for him! Yeah. Garth Gay truthing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true. It truly is. What, if, room what room. if we gave Dean a funny little queer sidekick because we missed the old one? Yeah. <laughs> truly, truly. Yeah, ex-
0: no, literally. It's ex- <laughs> <laughs> we feel his loss most tremendously. Oh...
2: Uh... Dab and Laughlin truly contain multitudes. I can't believe that this delight of a character is in this terrible episode. <laughs> hmm um, I mean, I can
0: definitely see him being a Dab Laughlin character, because he is just such a caricature, but he's great because I love him. Yes.
2: <sighs> <sighs> Bless <Thanks>. you. <laughs> it sounded like someone just punched you in the solar plexus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened, actually. <laughs> I tried to pass it off as a sneeze, but you caught me.
2: <laughs> All right, so we open on Dean flirting with this with this. I the the transcript calls her a waitress. This is a strip club. I assume she was a stripper.
0: I assume she's both.
2: That's I'm pretty fair. sure
0: the waitresses at strip clubs are strippers. Fair enough. Or at least they can if they want to. Uh-huh. I figure you can probably opt out of being a stripper and just be a waitress. Yeah. Um, More specifically,
1: we open on a shot up her legs, panning to get to yes, see who's yes. talking to us. That isn't just a pair of legs. Um, um, we see her legs and her boobs before we see a face. Um, yeah.
3: mm-hmm.
1: And then she says that actually, shockingly, she's in grad school.
2: She is also credited on IMDb as a stripper, so. Um, So this is the only role this actress has ever had, and I'm like, wait, is she actually in grad school? (laughs) Like, is this?
1: They just grabbed a random grad school student. They were like, hey, can you be a stripper for a minute? Hell yeah.
2: I'm like, I cannot find anything about this person, which is wild to me.
1: Anyway, every girl in the world wants to psychoanalyze Dean.
2: It's true. It's
1: literally so true. It's true. She doesn't know him from anything. And she's um, like, wow, you look so sad. What's up with that? And he's like, yeah, she's like, all what's
2: my your pro- deal? At least
0: someone is emotionally mature in
2: Dean's life. Y- you came in here looking like somebody shot your puppy. Then he does he's this, like, meow meow. I've got this friend thing, as if, like, talking about himself. Yeah, she's like, twirls um, hair.
1: You're pathetic. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> I like that in a man tell me about your problems. And he's like, okay, so I have this, br- my friend has this brother. He's such a loser. He's so lame.
2: Very similar to that bartender lady in um, a couple episodes ago. Uh,
1: defending Your Life. Defending yeah. Your Life, yeah. <laughs> Get out of my brain. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, not a fan of the language Dean uses to describe Sam's mental health problems.
2: Nope.
1: Nope.
2: But that's Dean.
0: Um, this is where... That's Davin Laughlin writing yeah, Dean, at least. after that, he, uh, he established...
2: Dean has... Con...
1: Yeah, this is not the first Dean time is... Dean has been ableist about mental divergences. Dean has
2: never not been ableist about mental health stuff. Like, before Dan, D- Davin Laughlin were on the show. Yeah. That's just, like, the language he has around this stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I was actually listening to Welcome to Night Vale this morning, and I was like, oh my god, is possible to not be ableist in fiction? I'm at the. the they do it all. The, um, the asylum breakout. Um, mm.
3: I've not
1: listened it's, to it's Welcome like, to Night
0: vale in so long.
1: Cecil is an abolitionist. Like it's wow. This is so. And then I had to go back to talking about Supernatural. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Shout outs to <laughs> Welcome to Night Vale. Joseph Fink's a cool dude who's good at writing. Uh
0: huh. Um, I'm good at writing music. Yeah so
2: his uh his his podcast with john darneal of the mountain goats uh is also really good if you just want to listen to I it, only like, listen to the mountain yes goats. that's the name of the podcast <laughs> if you just want to listen to like two cool people talk about like life
1: um anyway this is this is where Anyone. dean establishes that they plug. have an annual pilgrimage to vegas which i don't think we've ever heard of before and we've seen them for multiple nope. years but it's no. okay it's they're allowed to do things off screen i guess
0: yeah, Dean's mad that he went on a granola munching hike to find himself or some shit. Yeah,
1: and later Sam was like, "I was camping, you go camping," and he's like, "Okay, hippie." <laughs> he's
0: such a weirdo. This is this is what I mean. This is Sam's soyboyification is shifting into high gear. But the really yeah. funny part is like everything was,
1: that um... Sam does, or mo- some of the things that Sam does that are like, "Oh, Sam is so effeminate for this." It's like. It's only effeminate because Sam's the one doing it. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. the, the gender politics and the um, the cage of masculinity of the show is insane. Mm-hmm. GNCAF for Sam right. to go hiking.
2: I used to take so many more Why notes.
1: Are you like a man, hiking. You used to go what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this is not a good episode. I,
2: no, i was just looking at my old notes because uh, I searched Vegas in my Google Docs. <laughs> Um, and in ep- season one, episode fourteen, uh, Dean wanted to make Sam go to Vegas so he can use his his powers to to win the win the win the gambling.
1: <laughs> so hold on, so they When's suggested the it as though they don't regularly go to Vegas. So this is a retcon.
0: Yes,
2: Dang, cinema Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's text uh,
3: from.
1: Sorry, no, the, 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 Sam's text, meaning the, the text that Sam sends, says, wear fed suit, like, <laughs> to go to his wedding. He has to wear, you can't uh-huh. just say, like, wear a suit, it's wear your fed suit, because that's the nice one. They live such weird lives. Yeah, they've only
0: got, like, a bag of clothes between them. No,
1: they're just freaks. Wear fed suit. So he does, he bursts in with a gun.
2: Yep, and ta it's a wedding. It's a wedding. Sam gives him a little flower. It's pink for for loyalty, pink right? It's
1: for loyalty, which is just like yeah. that Sam and his friend devotion post. Give me a second. Let me find it. Sorry for talking while I
2: type. <sighs> Dean says, "I thought you were out uh, becoming one with the land or some crap." I don't think he says it now, but like later on, he's like, "Dean, I was just camping. Like you camp. What is wrong with you?"
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly what we're talking about. Like the things, De- the di- things Dean makes fun of Sam for are only. Effeminate because Sam is is doing doing them. them, Yeah, yeah, and Dean is so like, he is he heard that gender is a box and (sighs) proceeded to lock himself inside of it. Uh. Sam is for desire. I found it.
3: Mm.
1: It's this. (laughs) Look at this post. For those of you who are not going to be clicking the image, it's a post.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this. I've seen this. Of a bunch
1: oh, of oh, that's an
2: ancient of, this.
1: of like what the different color symbolisms are for flowers, um, and one of them says salmon is for desire, and so there's a picture of a guy like making out with a giant salmon.
2: The <laughs> real, real it's photograph. Not even a horny salmon. Yeah. nothing. Not a, not a, not a draw- drawing. A drawing. Drawing. Um, yeah, so Becky's here.
1: So Becky's here. Yay! Ah,
2: her. of that It's, like, treated a like tool. a reveal
1: that it's Becky under the veil, even though the recap, like, gave us her weirdest hits. But whatever. The recap always spoils things, so.
2: I skipped the recap and was thus startled and alarmed. <laughs>
1: um... Dean is obviously also startled and alarmed, and he's like, have you forgotten the Uh average lifespan of your hookups? canon cursed dick.
2: And Becky's (laughs) like, yeah, but I know, though, because I read the books. Dean says, I'm going to be sick. Me too, King.
1: Literally so true. Speaking of King. (laughs) Oh, do I actually have to follow up on that? Yeah, this one is like, this one I will grant is very clearly cribbing from misery. Um, if it were about the yes. character and not the author. Oh,
2: I see. Yes, yes, this is is yes.
0: See, I wasn't sure if you were talking about this episode or last episode because last episode I could definitely see being a Stephen That's King. That's true, novel. but this one is a Stephen King novel.
1: <laughs> okay. God, I hate misery so fucking much.
2: Yeah, I mean, in misery, she's like a like an evil mom, whereas this is like an evil. Uh, not she is the 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 sexuality is not really present in misery or us is
1: it is it not i mean it's maybe subtextual but no. like he like wakes up and describes it as her raping air into him and then when he spoilers kills her he like shoves the book down her throat and is like oh choke on that's it. true like i don't think it's that subtextual
2: right God, i hate it's... that
1: fucking book <sighs> sorry you can you can say what you were gonna say
2: <laughs> my point my point in that is that they the two characters want very different things.
1: Yeah. This is like Misery updated for the millennial generation. And if it was about the protagonist instead of Stephen King himself. Sorry, he's mm-hmm. um the other the other middle-aged author who's getting kidnapped by his fans who just love him so so much who are so so obsessed with him.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's pretty
2: bad yeah there's no like like misery can be read and was i think meant to at least in part um as a uh story about addiction um and the like extremely uh like self-abusive relationship that stephen king had with drugs and alcohol and yet simultaneously thinking he needed them to like keep writing good um this this has no this is just like what if your fan was like crazy and in love with you and wanted you forever and ever (laughs) there's like no other reading you could do of this because it's just the text
3: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: i think there's something not like a different reading but there's an interesting like character angle to come at it from where like becky is shown to be a lonely person who had a hard time in high school because she was a nerd and it's like she's not unique Mm -hmm. for that and most people don't become rapists because of it um but there's like this Mm -hmm. weird divide between like sam as a person and sam as a character and you know she spends all this time fantasizing about sam as a character within like that safely impossible way um where you can imagine doing anything to Sam because it doesn't matter because he's not real. And then suddenly he is real mm-hmm. and she does have the opportunity to do those things. And so it kind of like smears that line for her. Um, and I'm not defending what she did because she obviously should not have done that and it was creepy as fuck to do these things. Um, and she... I'm not excusing or like...
2: Yeah, she but, calls the love potion a social lubricant.
0: Yeah, like, girl,
1: you roofied
0: him. And then what was the Sam very there? aptly says that she roofied yeah. him. Yeah. Um,
1: like I think there's something interesting at play with her character in this episode, but I don't think it's fun to watch.
2: Yeah, I yeah because like, like you there's set a us bit... up
1: as like this Becky is you know supposedly an audience analog where like you're making fun of us by doing this. Mm-hmm. So why would you like make this claim about us? I, like you pa- pause
2: one out. second. Yeah, I would I would argue that she's not a complete audience analog in that like the the not everyone who watches the show is like this this is like what if this like one small piece of the like fandom more than like everyone yeah. who watches yeah, this yeah she's
0: also pretty much the only she fan has I evolved know. since her first appearance well,
2: no we met a lot of other fans yes,
0: but, yeah be,
1: but none of them were exactly yeah, had no, healthy relationship with supernatural either
2: that's true Th-
0: those two guys were fine the Wincess cosplayers okay but <laughs> <laughs> okay but <laughs> <laughs> they weren't doing it in a creepy way. They were just doing it because there's two dudes to cosplay. Yeah. We talked yeah. about this.
2: I, I, I like those anyway. guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, those guys were fine. But I think I think now, like, it has softened a little bit, and like, it is still like a caricature of a very specific type of person, um, in a way that's not like cool. Um, but I think the the show has definitely like. Taken one step back, Well, d- she's Like, it's not as horrible. She's, as
2: like, a character now, like, with history is, I think, mm-hmm. the thing that makes it, like, work more for me. Like, if this was the first episode she'd appeared in, yeah, that's and right. it was, like, oh, this, like, crazy super fan, Like, then she'd feel, like, more of a stand-in, but, like, we know her at this point. Like, she's done things in the show, and, like, we learn about her, mm-hmm. like, history in school and, like, her bullies and stuff, which makes her more of, like, just a person rather than a, like, um... Uh, stand-in.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it's still not a great look, especially how she first appeared in the show, but it makes me less viscerally angry.
2: Yeah. It still sucks. This episode still should, like, I I I would- the show would be better if this episode did, hadn't happened, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's the bit, like, near the end of the episode where she's like, um... I know what I am, okay, I'm a loser in school and life, guess that's why I like you so much, because you had that whole character arc about being a freak, and I can relate.
1: Yeah, see, I like that, I just think that it's...
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, I'm always kind of frustrated when like someone who did something terrible starts monologuing that's like, oh, well, here's why I did it, and it's like, I, I'm not interested, though, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, yeah.
2: I mean, this is this is the exact same plot as the Ted Raimi episode, right?
0: What would, what would that be?
2: The the wish one where like he made the wish for the person he had a crush on to fall in love with him.
0: Right. Oh, the guy who got played by Ted Raimi. Yeah, um... I don't know.
2: I don't remember that character's name. I just <laughs> yeah, remember that it was Ted Raimi.
0: <laughs> except the that guy was like. After like it started getting weird, he like realized like oh I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, like this well, is not Becky what I wanted. Because she was like the
2: Becky. Becky, yeah, you know? that's what I mean.
0: Like she did back down. Eventually,
1: yeah. When it when it came to the prospect of losing like, her soul over it and not just getting this for free forever.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's also like he that that guy in in uh, wishful thinking respected her autonomy in a way. Where like, it started out, which like I get it. He didn't expect it to. Yeah, be true. he didn't yeah. know that it, it started would work. out from like a a bad place. Yes, it's,
2: no, but I'm once not it saying it started I'm, getting
0: like weird. Ted
2: Ted Raimi. No, no, you're no, no. right. He was he. What he did was less bad than what Becky did. You're right. I'm just saying it's the same yeah. type of story. It
0: is. It is the same. Yeah, the same plot. Um, and I think like
2: that was a bed endlet episode, right?
0: Wishful thinking maybe. Hmm.
1: Um uh, yeah ben edlin yeah and Lou Bono. yeah uh,
2: sh- shocker ben ben edlin did a better job with this type of story than <laughs> davin laughlin
0: kelsey breeze well i think
1: some of the yeah, difference um, is that like besides what we've already pointed out but in the way that like wishful thinking was a horror story for the person who made the wish and this is a horror story for the person mm-hmm. who's being wished upon
2: yeah which well, again, that like that that could that could be interesting. I don't even like. I don't know. This type of story, in and of itself, I wouldn't even like mind it. It's just like Becky. Uh, they Becky treat it just, as a Becky joke. Becky just sucks. Yeah.
0: They treat they treat Dean's like or Ca- Sam's <laughs> you got literal there. like drugging and assault as a funny joke, and and treat Becky as just like a harmless super fan. Uh-huh. Who is creepy, but ultimately, you know, couldn't hurt a fly? When she was literally of like ready and willing and was planning on literally raping him. She could have
2: killed him with that and, waffle and iron. Yes,
0: she, yeah, she could have killed like, him with feel the waffle iron. Like you're not this stupid. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: like after whacking him with the waffle it's, iron, it's all, she oh. took his pants off for no reason. Yeah, like gross. Yes, for the joke. And she like mm, <laughs> you didn't have to put that joke there. And
0: she offered to help him pee. Uh-huh. Which was worse. Yeah, like, the way like the way the jokes are written, it is so irreverent of the fact that this is fucking traumatizing for Sam. <laughs> and that Becky doesn't even act like a person. <clears throat> like, they, they fit the monologues in and they fit the background in, but she doesn't act like a person.
1: Yeah, like, you can't possibly be this stupid about- She acts literally about, like the caricature like, they are, the are person, portraying. She would be freaking out that there is, like, a real person that she's doing this to. You
2: know? It's actually, um... So, going back to misery for this, actually, because I think we can pull something interesting out of this, um, listening to the, uh, Just King Things episode on that, like, they talked about both it and the movie, and the fact that the book, like, does make it, like, full horror of, like, that a... Like, it's still misogynistic in regards to, like, the way the, uh... Um... Oh, what's her name? I don't know. The fan. Um... Misery book. Um, Any Wil Any Wilkes. The way um like Any Wilkes is described and stuff. But like it is fully horror and like does not make a joke out of the fact that like oh it's so funny that a man is being like uh held him held him like emasculated and like held prisoner um and Mm -hmm. like tortured by a woman but the movie does make it into a joke like there's bits where like the actor playing um paul sheldon like mugs to the camera i was like oh it's so funny that a woman is threatening me basically and like they talked about the fact that like the cinematic language of the time could not actually play this straight like they had to make a like Female horror, uh, like villain, into a joke, and I don't know. Definitely,
0: just don't make the movie.
2: (laughs) Well, right. I, I, mean, they had. That's not what I mean by they had to. Ash. I mean, like they could not think it. it was not in. Oh, they couldn't couldn't conceptualize anything
0: else. Okay. okay. It it would be. It would be. (laughs) I thought you meant like network (laughs) pressure.
2: It would be beyond the pale to actually because the because no one knew how to frame it. Because mm-hmm. they're used to shooting women, like, it, in ways that aren't scary. Like, no one knew how to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. No one had the and, best like, to try.
2: I don't know, like, the, the same thing is happening here, where, like, they can't make Becky... Becky is too, like, quote-unquote, pathetic to, like, be scary.
0: Yeah, she seems too pathetic and harmless. Yeah, because she's so naive. She's
1: like, oh no, Sam is gonna be mad at me. Like, no, Sam is gonna be fucking yeah. traumatized.
0: Yeah, which, again, she doesn't act like a person. Like, a lot of her lines are just, like, just jokes.
2: And Sam has no, like, Sam comes out of this fine. He's not, like, he's not even really, like, freaked out by this. By the end of he the episode, her, he's like, like yeah, I'm an adult now. Like, yeah.
1: He's like, I know
0: why you yeah, did it. He's uncomfortable. I know why you did this to me. What? Yeah, he's uncomfortable, but, like, sh- she's always been creepy and assault- assaulty to him. So, yeah. like. I guess he's just used to it now, but, like, this is so much worse. Yeah, well, she tied him to a bed without his yeah. clothes on.
2: He is unharmable. Like, this is this does not affect him psychically for, for the reasons that we just talked to us, because she's not a threat. Yeah,
0: because it would be emasculating yeah. if he it was affected by it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Bad, 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 bad. The gender politics and everything about the show is bad. And uh, Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin will pay for their crimes with their lives. (laughs) For legal reasons, that's a joke.
2: (laughs) In Minecraft.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, So, yeah. Uh, Dean doesn't trust this, as he is right to. Um... Off they go. We get the scene with Becky gloating. Uh, we meet Guy. Guy's great. They, yeah, I love <laughs> They that. met in the erotic horror section at the at the yeah. novel hovel. I do think
1: that's a fun detail. And he he's like, he's "Whoa, like, come, hey, on, come on, TMI. don't tell people that. <laughs> don't introduce me as a monster fucker."
0: <laughs> it's literally uh, so great. Also, like, I wish my local bookstores had an erotic horror section. Although t- on- honestly, there probably wouldn't be anything good there. Chuck Tingle would be in there. Actually, I guess that's not horror. I don't
1: know
2: how.
0: <laughs> okay, that's
1: classifying erotic horror. Is it ho- horror? Erotic horror the erotic?
2: is generally erotic horror is generally classified as paranormal romance.
0: Okay, so yeah, then oh Twilight, but like for more adults.
2: Yeah, Twilight with actual <laughs> sex scenes.
0: Twilight, if she wasn't warming about it.
2: Yeah, I think uh,
0: Twilight had like one sex scene. But it was for reproductive. Uh uh-huh, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking speaking of which,
2: I recently I, I think I talked about we talked about Twilight. I've seen the first one, but s- somewhat more recently, uh, I watched the second and third ones back to back alongside Waypoint Radio's watch along of them, uh, and the chat did an incredible thing where there, they we started doing like a Mormon moment counter. Every time like something <laughs> weird and Mormon come up, the chat would explode into MM. And it was really funny.
0: Incredible, incredible. I love it.
2: So I decided to take a drink every time (laughs) a Mormon moment happened, and I was very, I was very out by the end, by the time I finished both movies.
0: I bet you were. (laughs) Um, they're so Mormon. Anyway,
2: they have the little dinner, and Sam's thing wears off. Um.
0: The rotisserie chicken is there. The rotisserie chicken
2: is there. (laughs) Oh, Becky says, if everyone had a Wiccan in their pocket, the world would be a happier place, which is sure. All right. Um, Like,
0: he's playing you so bad, girl. It's so obvious. He's so evil.
2: Yep. He loves it. He loves being evil. It's great.
0: Oh, it's so good. He He loves being evil. He loves. Yeah, he loves being evil and gay and bitchy, which is why he's great. I love gay evil bitches.
2: You do. But <laughs> it's very true about you. I've never
0: known that, actually. to me. Shut up! Fuck you! Fuck you!
2: Um... So then we cut- Then we cut to this baseball dude practicing with a batting machine, um, and we see <laughs> this grimy little freak.
0: He is such- he's- yeah.
2: He's oh uh, man, but I saw his He's got
0: like vibes. He's
2: like what if Eminem he's... was Gollum.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah okay.
0: <laughs> sure, I guess.
2: I mean, he's got the like black hoodie on he looks like a little bit like uh like uh uh he actually he kind of He looks like Ed Sheeran. I was gonna say he looks like what if you swished Eminem with Steve Buscemi
0: yeah i think i think it's eminem and and um i literally just said his name five seconds ago ed sheeran ed sheeran thank you if you put if you made eminem
1: if you made ed sheeran and steve buscemi smoosh and then put that in the eminem hoodie
0: (laughs) and then sprinkled a little golem in there spice.
2: Anyway, the baseball, like, smashes the the bat, and then this guy just starts getting, like, pelted with baseballs, and we cut to Mr. Little Freak just, like, gritting bigger and bigger. And then...
1: this guy, like, watches the ball come, like, stares at the machine, which is shooting baseballs, and it's at his eye level, and he doesn't move, and then the ball comes out and hits him in the face.
2: I'm making... I'm making a gif. I know, shout outs to some of y'all who I know are not watching the show along with us. I'm doing this for you. You need to see this scene. Um, The way the camera zooms in on the batting machine is so funny. And then just, yeah, like blood, like it hits him in the face and like blood all oh, over the camera, so... like CGI blood explosion. Wow, so perfect. It
0: gets on the camera lens. A baseball oh. scene just like Twilight.
2: Play Supermassive Black Hole over there.
0: TikTok idea. Ding.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, alright. Anyway, this is the best part of the episode. It's all downhill from here. That's not true. We still need to meet Garth.
0: Garth. Yeah, um, let's see. My next note isn't until Garth. So. I like
1: that Dean shows up with the waffle iron. It's very cute.
2: <sighs> yeah, it is cute of him. He's, He's trying. trying. So hard. He doesn't even know
1: how to use it. He literally he just got the nicest little housewarming gift he could find. He's a darling. I know. I was just complaining about his I crimes last him. episode, but they're forgiven now because he got a waffle iron. He's cute. He's cute. God forbid a baby girl do anything.
0: <laughs> literally. <laughs> um. Listen, we can hold multiple things in our heads.
2: So um
0: then uh, uh Becky's working the case
1: with Sam which I I do think is fun if it uh-huh. weren't like everything else it, about Becky. That's
2: the thing. If if yeah. divorced from context, if she wasn't drugging him, this scene would be fun. Uh shout outs yeah. to Emily Perkins here for doing the best she can with a terrible role that she has to do. Um, I don't know, she got paid for this, but like Becky's, she's got like a hand on her hip. She's like speaking like in a very like authoritative way, being like, "And this is what's happened." Um, yeah, she's the their murder board role play, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Um, like it's also, cute Sam is she knows so all the lore big. And
1: she knows all the stuff, just like we yeah. know all the lore. It's great.
2: Sam is so big, and she is so small. Yeah,
0: <laughs> she is literally so small. Oh my god. She's like half his height. It's so she, funny. She doesn't
2: even come up to his sh- soul, to his shoulder.
0: No, she's like nipple height. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so <laughs> you funny. You could have said that any other way.
2: Mm. Um, I love that her murder board has like uh elementary school project. Yeah, like, it's like scrapbooked. Uh, uh, it has like, like little backings c-
0: around it, little color borders. Yeah, construction, construction paper. Construction paper, thank
2: you. Yeah, like blue construction yeah. paper backgrounds. Like she's like cut and pasted everything together. Um, it's so
0: cute. <laughs> it's her first it's, real it's, shout
2: outs to shout outs to whoever actually made this this delightful mm-hmm. prop.
0: She's getting crafty with it.
2: Yeah. Uh she's writing his name all over her notebook. He sees this.
1: He starts tearing it's up. So cute. He like hugs it. He's making himself yeah. small in a way Sam usually doesn't.
2: Yeah. Um, so they go to investigate the CEO, uh, and then Dean gets a call from Bobby, who's sending another hunter to come help him. I want to know how Bobby and Garth met.
1: (laughs) I don't know if we ever find out.
2: I don't know if we're ever going (laughs) to see Garth again. Mm,
0: We are. We are.
2: Oh, good. Oh, good.
0: Garth is a beloved character. Oh, good. Um, I, I, I feel like we, we get a little bit more of his backstory, I think maybe how he and bobby met hold on i'm going to to. continue
1: um i there's a there's a really good bit where like a silent bit where dean walks through the restaurant looking for someone that we know Uh is going to be garth right and he sees like a guy who looks (sighs) like the guy you think of when you hear hunter he's like a a redneck type a big bear guy (laughs) um and he starts to head over to this guy in flannel um, and then someone else takes the seat and that's the guy, the, the woman that this guy was waiting for. Um, so obviously it's not the guy that Dean's here to meet and he hears, Are you, um, hey, you Dean? And turns and it's Garth who's just like the tiniest little rat boy. <laughs> and then Garth has the nerve to be, I thought you'd be taller. <laughs>
0: He's literally such a little mouse. I'm boy.
2: posting. I'm posting a uh, screenshot of the of the shot that we're talking about here. He's he truly is just a little rat boy.
0: <laughs> he's
2: so fucking
0: small. He he nibbles he's, cheese. He's, <laughs> he pitter patters and he if nibbles he's cheese. If you unsupervised,
1: you'll turn around and he's triangle shaped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> literally.
2: No. Oh. He's just like, hey, you're Dean. <laughs> and he says, oh, I thought you'd be taller.
1: Um, And apparently yeah. Bobby told Garth that Dean would be premenstrual. Y- yeah. <laughs> you can just say grumpy. Just say Gab grumpy. Loughlin, spe- and, and Gab Laughlin as well. Just like, say hey, grumpy. Hey, I have a pitch for a joke. The joke is that Dean is a woman. Yeah, air that.
2: I will say
0: And then they're like, How dare you guys say he's trans
2: it is funny coming out of his mouth c- because he's talking in this like really kind of like macho way. He does this like little like
1: I know two things like
2: face before okay. he says it. Yeah. <laughs> he, and then then he opens up the newspaper. <laughs> Dean tells him to check the headline and instead he flips to the to the funnies and goes, Oh Marmaduke, you're crazy. <laughs>
1: He's having fun with it.
0: Oh, he's so funny.
2: He has this like laugh that's like <clears throat> so it's like he's coughing. He's
0: so I love him. He's just a little guy.
2: Um we go to the office. We go to the office we have the wife. Are you trying to humiliate me? It's Marsha with a sha, not sha. No, no, it's,
1: it's with a an S-H-A, not Yeah, a I know.
2: Yes, but I th- I thought I thought that would be funny yeah. to say. You're right.
1: <laughs> um I think there's a fun parallel here with like this secretary not being good at her job or supposedly not being good at her job uh, played off of like the the um, quote unquote capable intern who's that little freak uh-huh. baseball t- accidents. <sighs> like even demons have people who aren't good to work with.
2: It's true. Um, Sam shows up and guards like, is that your? And Dean's like, yeah. And he goes, awkward. <laughs>
1: Then Sam's like, who's the scrawny guy? And Zingo's temp. So again, we have that same running thread of like Uh having an assistant. Um, Can Garth not hear you, Sam? You're so fucking rude. (laughs) Yeah. He
0: doesn't care. It's water under the bridge.
2: They talk to this guy, find out that his wife wanted him with the promotion. Um, Garth in this scene is, is incredible. It's like... (laughs) <laughs> oh uh no offense you're just wondering if you got here by nefarious means <laughs> dude's like whoa garth it's like oh uh, i didn't mean like corporate backstabbing i'm sorry i meant like you know black magic <laughs> yeah
0: it's literally just that bit from it's Free just that bit me, yeah and... but
2: it's still funny it's so <laughs> the funny. idea of a hunter like a perf- like a like a hunter who is like good enough at this for bobby to have recommended him like to just straight up say this is extremely funny
0: Sarah Gamble is the one who decided Garth would not die off-screen.
2: Great. Thanks, Sarah Gamble. Um, Dean's, like, trying to save you from a really bad accident. When, when like, he goes and talks to Marsha, she's like, are you threatening me? Like, no. Like, I'm pointing out a pattern. Why do people keep thinking I'm threatening <laughs> Garth them? I'm, Garth's like, because so it okay. sounded like a threat, dude.
0: sounded <laughs> exactly like a threat, dude. <laughs> It yeah, it really did. Garth switching between okay, I can't find anything about Garth's uh, past, but I'm not reading the whole thing, so you know.
2: Garth switching between being like a voice of common sense and just being like an utter loon is really good. He's so
0: funny.
1: It's so um, funny. And then he's like, oh, sorry, that's later. Um, in between, uh, Becky, Rufy, Sam again, or whatever. Oh no, it, she tries to, but it her her vial has leaked, so it's empty. So she needs more. So she tries to uh-huh. contact, uh, her dealer. Um, but then we have Marsha getting squished by the, getting almost squished by the chandelier. Uh, and Dean has pushed her out of the way in time. Um, Garth is like, yeah, okay, blah, blah, blah you made a demon deal. Um, but that should be It's like, years. what kind of, the
2: timeline's whack.
1: <laughs> He's so funny. Um, and Garth is like, all right, here's the plan. I drop this lady at my cousins. Um, he, he says he watches America's Got Talent. Um, good for him.
2: Everybody, yeah, we we uh, find Sam, hopefully fix this. Everybody's home in time for America's Got Talent. And then he
1: says, you'll be living with a tri-racial paraplegic sniper <sighs> until this all blows over. Which is just like, it sounds like one of those, <laughs> like, what's next? This kind of character with these identities?
2: Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: the woke lib.
2: I want to meet this tri-racial paraplegic sniper.
0: Uh-huh. They sound great.
2: Sounds like they've got stories to tell.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: this is where Becky then hits Sam in the head with the waffle iron, which coming after uh-huh. Dean being like, I don't know how to use it, um, that's not how you use it. <laughs>
2: that's an it's ding. That's not how you use a waffle iron.
0: <laughs> Blunt force trauma is never like a problem, but yeah. also don't hit people with fucking waffle irons. <laughs> this just is
1: hitting people with things. <laughs> with One of the hand. many
2: things this episode teaches you not to do. <laughs>
1: Um. Yeah. Now, now Sam is missing his pants, although he does have a blanket over him. So we have to take his word for that. Um. They mm-hmm. do not show us Jarred's underwear. Uh. He is tied to the bed. Then Becky calls Guy and says that this is not the honeymoon she had in mind. Some of it is, but not in this
0: context. Okay. We didn't need to know that.
3: Uh huh.
0: No. Guy probably didn't want to know either. Do you think he read her fanfic?
1: <laughs> That is really funny, actually, because demons know that Sam and Dean Winchester exist.
2: Uh (laughs) If I were a demon, I'd be scouring the internet. I'd be like, hee hee. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Misha Collins going to the archive of our own, (laughs) looking to see what people thought of Cass. I don't remember what that happening. (laughs)
1: Love you, Misha Collins. Don't ever change. No, change right now. Become
0: bisexual. (laughs) Become bisexual again.
1: Um, Okay, then Sam and Becky have another talk. Um, And Becky's like, he's just a Wiccan. Wiccans are good, like Linda of Oz. Hold that thought um, for a long time. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry about it. And she goes, you're not this stupid, Becky. Which, I don't know. Like, she's willfully in denial, clearly. But also, she is that stupid. Like, it's just bad.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, the reunion is happening at Uncle Dietz's Alpen House, which is a great name for a restaurant. Anyway, she talks to Guy. He's like, Demon Deal. She he says, but I pathetic. thought
1: we were besties. I love yeah, that the word like, besties exists oh, in honey.
2: the supernatural
0: universe.
2: Uh-huh. It's like, oh, honey, that is so depressingly Becky. I mean, it's you're so pathetic, it actually loops back around to being cute. She's like, okay.
0: I love the way he says, oh, honey. She's like,
2: okay, you want me to pay? Do you accept personal checks? He's like, no, I want your soul. And his eyes turn red. Yeah. It's like, you're a crossroads demon. Bingo, bongo. I love reunions. The desperation. These schlubs will sign on the dotted line for money, power, hair, whatever it takes to impress the nostalgically bangable head cheerleader.
1: He's having fun. He's so good.
2: He is. She's mm-hmm. like, you killed those people. He says, but for legal reasons, let's just say they had unfortunate accidents.
0: He's so cool. I love you, evil one-off characters.
2: <laughs> like, I wasn't thrilled to see your new hubby with Sam freaking Winchester. I mean, if he knew that I was here talking to you, I mean, he'd probably gank your ass. Yes, and I'm very protective of my ass. It's one of my best features,
1: Becky.
0: <laughs> Is silly. Which, it's not even your body, King! Uh-huh. He's boofin'. Although, I suppose if I were to possess someone, I would probably go for someone, like, with a good ass and then try to keep it that uh-huh. way. If I was as, if I was as <laughs> vain about my appearance as, as Guy is.
2: Uh, meanwhile, Dean and Garth are investigating her house, her house. Garth doesn't understand Twitter. She's like, she's got 11 Twitterers. Um, she has one of those fish photos and he's like, so he goes, uh, she says, that look romantic to you. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, hell no, but I got this thing about fish. Dead eyes, man.
1: He's so funny for no reason.
2: I love him. That's
1: so funny. I love uh,
2: this is where Becky and yeah. Sam have the talk about how she empathizes with him because she's a loser too.
1: She wanted to show off her nice new husband, who is tall and nice, and she said that they'd all think I was happy, which is genuinely sad. Uh, Ch- but you shouldn't like yeah. drug people yeah. about it.
2: Yeah. Uh, she does Chuck say Supernatural her. is not
1: exactly popular,
0: which is really funny. <laughs> she,
2: she does. Um, Chuck apparently dumped her because she because she freaked him out.
0: She thinks that it was her vibrant sexuality.
2: Yeah. Uh, she's like, I just want someone who loves me for me. And Sam's like, Well, don't drug me then. Like, if you want someone to love you for you, maybe don't drug them. It's like, She's like, But I want you. It's the only way. He's like, You're better than this. She's like, that's sweet, but no, I'm not. So
1: while she's having this conversation, she's still I... like caressing his tit.
2: Uh huh.
1: Yeah. Not
2: good. And then a lot of stuff happens off screen.
1: Also, hold on. She she like gets in a jab at other fans where she's like, "Yeah, the only people who understood me was the message boards. They were grumpy and overly literal." Oh.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, Becky. Ma'am, you know it's real. What are you talking about? How can they be overly literal? It's real.
2: Uh right, that's not that's not the implication I got from what was being talked about.
0: Oh. Okay. Well. Thought it was more just like. Your
2: you know, message board miscommunication. You say a thing, it gets huh. taken the wrong way. I
1: don't even have tone tags. Jake, no tone oh tags, God. I yeah.
3: see. <laughs> Stop!
1: <sighs> um, and then, yeah, then we get all the conversation off off screen so that we can get suckered by Becky.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I do like the fact that the the devil's trap is... um, They poured alcohol onto the carpet, and then she dropped her lighter so that it would... <laughs> burn it into the floor, that is fun.
2: Blueberry vodka, it the rules. answer to all of life's problems, says Garth. I love so him screw so much. Garth.
0: Oh, sorry, going back a little bit, when they break into Becky's apartment, and Garth's, like, running around, his little face pitter-patter. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's He's a
2: literally cartoon just a character, little guy. Truly.
0: He's just a little guy. I'm gonna get you out of here, Garth.
2: If you look up Strongly mm-hmm. Little Guy in the dictionary, it's a picture of Garth.
0: it's true. It's true. This is Scrungly Little Guy positive representation. Yes. Cyril Karn is Scrungly yes, Little Guy yes, negative representation. Yes. We need a healthy mix of both.
2: Unfortunately, he gets like knocked out during this fight scene, so we yeah, don't get he's we not don't get much to more of scene. him.
0: The wiki says that he has that he is a hunter of moderate skill. <laughs> he did. Think yeah, I mean, he holds his own
2: in the. Yeah. He's good at investigating, he's not as good at fighting.
0: That's because he's so small. Yeah. He's so, he's so little.
2: Uh, so they have a big fight, as described in the in the synopsis, and then Crowley.
0: Guy calls his little demon buddy his intern. Yeah, I yes. mentioned.
2: More of the corporate stuff. Oh.
0: Um, which is played off against Crowley
1: saying this isn't Wall Street.
2: Yep.
1: Oh, it's so good. Crowley, I love you.
2: I was very happy to see him.
0: He goes. This isn't Wall Street. This is hell. We have a little thing called integrity. He has like
1: an emphasis on the so we, true. We, as opposed to Wall Street, have integrity, which is like it's a cheap joke, but it's funny mm-hmm. anyway. It's, it's okay. That... You can make fun of Wall Street. Also, Crowley says Mazeltov for no always... reason, and I know that that's like one of the ones does, that has like Yiddishism and like become like known to English speakers. Um, but it is funny to me anyway. That's not even Yiddish. That's Hebrew straight up.
0: I was going to say, um, but I didn't want to be the one to correct you. <laughs> you can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> actually, the one who's learning Hebrew on Duolingo knows better than the actual person who actually speaks Hebrew. I actually speak Hebrew. I haven't used Hebrew in years. Oh, you probably
1: speak it better than me, yeah, then. Better than, maybe, but not more frequently than. <laughs> anyway, um... Anyway. anyway, because the villain's name is Dick Roman, Cat, uh, Crowley can get away with saying that Dick the way that you would say <sighs> that George. Yeah. Um, uh-huh.
2: Oh, actually, it's like I do, do want
1: technicality.
2: I do want to lean here to uh, hop in here real quick. While we're talking about Mazel Tov. Um because I mentioned last time that I was going to go see Fiddler on the Roof and I did. I did that yeah, nice. and it was oh, really good. Hell yeah. It was excellent. They did a great they did an excellent job. The actors for um, Tevye and Golde absolutely knocked it out of the park. They were extremely funny. I
0: need to watch a Hitler again.
2: Oh, actually, also I have a fun anecdote. The uh, the wedding song, the the sunrise, sunrise sunset. Yeah. Um, I was like, when I heard that, I'm like, where have I heard this song before? And it bothered me throughout the entire rest of the of the show. And then at the end, I checked, and they play that song in Lion King One and a Half.
1: Oh my God! Okay, of all. Oh them, my when, God!
2: Uh, when when uh, in the in the, the when it skips over like Simba growing up, that's the song they play for the montage. Okay. <laughs> and to t- t- that's why Timon and Pumbaa is like, "Is this the little boy? I don't remember the."
0: That's so funny.
2: Uh, the way they changed it for. Oh.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Are you sure you're talking about Lion King One and a yeah, Half? Yeah, this
2: is not Lion King One and a Half.
0: Okay, it's not the song they sing in actual Lion King. No. Okay, I don't know what song they're singing, but I do remember that there is a song they're singing. Yeah,
2: they, they, they. they well, they Timon and Pumbaa have their own, uh, like, part of um, "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" that they sing. That they, they're like... Oh, is that, is can that... see
0: what's happening. Okay, that's part
2: of Can You Feel the Love tonight. If they feel the love tonight, blah ba ba we're gonna lose our yeah. boy. I don't, I don't remember exactly how it goes.
0: <laughs> our son. Um. My next note is, See, self-insert fanfic is fine. This is taking it too far. <laughs> Although, if you find out that the subject of your self-insert fanfic is real... Then it is not fine.
2: Um. Yeah. So, so Crowley Crowley calls Dick uh, smuggest tub of goose since Mussolini.
1: I love him. <laughs> and then after Crowley leaves, Garth gets up and goes, "What did I miss?" <laughs> did
2: uh huh. It's great. I need
1: the resolution to the entire episode.
2: I would love. This would be a perfect time for a for a for another Crowley team up. You know. Yeah. It sucks that he's the king of hell and is too busy now. I would love if he, like, showed up to help them fight the Leviathan. I
1: should send a random demon to help them.
2: Man, I miss when three. this was, like, a party. I miss season five, you guys.
0: Yeah. No, don't we all.
2: Sam and Dean and Bobby and Cass and Crowley, like, teaming up together to, to fight stuff. Like, uh it was so good. I miss when they were all playing off each other.
0: Eventually, we will get more team-ups. Currently, they keep killing people off.
1: Garth isn't killed off, so that's good.
2: Yeah, it's true. He could have died. Garth is one of the few
0: people who did not die. Bobby's still out there.
2: Um. Yep. Yep. Uh, Then um, (laughs) Sam Sam, and
1: Becky. Oh, what did you want to say? No, go on. Yeah, so Sam and Becky divorce, and he like gives her a little bit of a pep talk or whatever. Um. And he's like, the right guy will find you. And Garth does, like, a little, like, look-at-me
2: uh-huh. motion.
1: Uh-huh. And he's like, he's no. like, it's my
2: time to shine.
0: Garth, no. It's, it's No, she would chew you up and spit you out. It's
2: really funny. Oh, actually, I did want to talk briefly about the fact that, like, Crowley, the position Crowley's in is really interesting here. Like, the, the like, honorable businessman thing they did, they're, they're doing with him. Even though, like, he cheated the, like, he used to be the guy who cheated them. Like...
0: See, here's the thing. He'll cheat you, but he won't break a deal. Yeah, Like, he will lie to your face, but if you make a deal with him, he will follow through, because that's what...
2: Yeah, I know it's different, do. I'm just saying, like, the way he's being... Like, him coming into He's being very them. sanctimonious. Yeah, he, he's yes. in charge
0: now. Like, he has to
1: deal with everyone's reputation. That's now. what I
2: mean. Like, him being in charge, like, has shifted him into a different type of character. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. now
1: he... He has to be a good role model. Yeah. Um, you mentioned... Because,
2: like, the demons aren't the villains anymore, which means, like, he is, like, not less threatening. What's Like, he is...
1: Less antagonistic.
3: He's more
1: yeah. or less just a dick who shows up. <laughs> Um, you mentioned wondering like why demons would worry about their timelines and I feel like it's probably connected to the idea of like allocating souls for hell right because if you make a deal with someone then they go to hell and then hell has the power of that soul which is like why Cass was doing all those everything last season uh, uh-huh. like he was like gonna be in charge of deciding where souls go and then hell wouldn't have power so I think the the faster you can get souls for hell the more powerful hell will be um, so I guess it's like a
0: nationalism almost for demons.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was Guy, just was, like,
0: Guy was trying to up his productivity without actually doing more work.
2: Right, that's the thing, it's like, more, he's getting the same amount of souls, it's just faster, yeah, like, he can... what, what's actually more yeah. important is getting more deals, not the deals ending sooner.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, if Crowley wanted more deals being made, he would just send out more Crossroads demons. Yeah. Like there's a yeah, lot that's of people. Why I'm saying. In the like world. it's not about
1: it's not actually helping productivity. It's just helping yeah. like efficiency.
0: Um, yeah. Which like. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to like boost his numbers so he gets a promotion.
2: That's the thing. Like, yeah, he's he's yeah.
0: Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, why he's would the numbers climber. make a difference? An and inter- I think it's because like more souls in hell is good yeah. for hell. The exactly. The sooner they yeah. get to hell, yeah, yeah.
0: The faster they're in hell. The yeah, then Hell you can be like, power. oh look at all these souls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at all these souls. And like, hey, there's these Leviathan out, so we need, you know, more souls type deal. I can definitely see it.
1: Yeah. Um, are we good to talk about the goodbye scene with Garth? Yep. Yeah. So Dean uh he says, I gotta say, man, you don't suck. And like gives him a little pat on the arm and Garth goes, Thank you. And then Garth That's the nicest thing anyone's
0: ever said to me. And gives him a giant. Oh hug.
2: Garth, buddy.
0: I wanna I I want to believe that he's taking the yeah, piss, but i, I just feel know like he, he's not I
1: also write it that way. Like he he could be joking here. <laughs> like he knows Dean is kind of being a dick right now. And he's just like making him feel That's bad true. by being like, Oh, but I'm just a fucking little guy. <laughs> Alternatively, he's doing the up and a deer thing in the pilot of community. <laughs> and after, after the hug, Garth walks off and Sam goes, aw, you made a friend.
2: You made a friend.
1: <laughs> Sammy. It's so funny.
2: Dean's like, uh-huh. Such
1: a dick. Um, And then they have like a little heart to heart where Sam's like, you know, the stuff I said before, I didn't mean it. Um we're good now and Dean goes uh, for a walk job he really pulled it together and Sam goes that's the nicest thing anyone said to me he's such Uh a dick
2: echoing Garth
1: (laughs) they're such assholes anyway this is where Dean's like wow I guess you don't need me yeah he's 29 years old
2: He, he calls he says it's still a Denver scramble up here I just know my way around the plate now
1: yeah Mood, Sounds like, man. All right, you My get, brain's you, a Denver
2: scramble, too. See?
1: Sounds like you finally get to take care of yourself. About time, huh? And then just, like, pause on Dean, and then they drive off. Okay, okay, yeah. Well,
2: this is also where... It's
0: like, there's no me to take care of.
2: This is where <laughs> Sam's like, dude, I was camping, and he's like, yeah, whatever, hippie.
0: Yeah. It's cute. They're brothers. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I think one of the things that this show fails at, especially this season, is we don't Aside from the Lucifer hallucinations, which has stopped, for now, um, we don't, like, get to see what's going on in Sam's yeah. head anymore. All we get is the, the, like, lines of, like, yeah, it's crazy up here. Okay, well, well what's going on? Are, are, you, are you, like... Are you still seeing Lucifer? Are you having more, like... Because we haven't been. Yeah, are you having more coma dreams where you're killing yourself? Yeah. Like, are you hallucinating? Are you having nightmares? Like, yeah. what's going on? And clearly dean show but like you're going to give sam this like really important character thing and then just not show us any of it
1: yeah and like i get why the start of this episode has to be in dean so pov bad. for like the reveal of the wedding cuz that works and then the rest of it does not need to be
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: it's just that dean's emotional problems always matter more than sam's for no reason well the reason is cuz
0: jackal's can mm-hmm. act <laughs> sam girls i'm Literally. so sorry I'm so sorry. You all deserved better, except for the ones who stand Jared Padalecki. You don't deserve better. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sure the ones who stand Jared Padalecki don't listen to our show anyway. Yeah, if you if you stand Jared
1: and you're still here, maybe you do deserve better.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, if you haven't sent us like anonymous death threats yet, like maybe you're cut above the rest. You can stay, but you're on thin fucking ice. So that was my last note.
2: No. Yep. After facts. Yeah, yeah. I mean we if we talked about this episode already, like, yeah, that's I'm yeah, I'm done. I'm tired. Um alright. Uh we'll start with um what's her face? Uh <laughs> Kelly, uh the bully. Uh where is she? she Who's played by Tammy Gillis? Uh she was also Deputy Marissa Staub in Siren. Um, Jane in Ghost Wars, which Ghost Wars has come up here before. And, um, no, yeah, that's actually pretty much it. Uh, she's in, like, three episodes of Chesapeake Shores. And then we got our two big ones. Uh, we'll do, uh, DJ Qualls first. Um, he has been in a bunch of stuff. Um, let's see... Um, We'll do TV shows first. So he's Davy Sutton in Memphis Beat. He's Billy Nugent in Legit. Um, He is Golem in Fargo, the TV show. He's Ed McCarthy in The Man in the High Castle. He's Citizen uh, Z in Z Nation. He is Garth in Supernatural, obviously. (laughs) Um, And movie-wise, he was in Cherry Falls... His his major show was Road Trip which was like a like a goofy comedy movie. He he was in The Core, uh that disaster movie. Um he's in also the sequel to Road Trip. Uh he's been he's been in a bunch of like kind of like lowbrow comedy movies. He's in he was also in Last Day of cuz
0: he's a funny little guy. Yeah.
2: He was in Last Day of Day of Summer, uh All About Steve Familiar Strangers. Blah blah blah. Um, yeah, he's great. He was also in uh, an episode of Cabinet of Curiosities, and also oh. t- in Time Traveling Bong.
0: I want to know what that show. <laughs> what do you think about? it's about? I would about. guess that it's about dinosaurs. <laughs>
2: it's a. Co-
0: I well okay. I want to watch that show then.
2: It sounds like it's. It sounds like so it's a. It was like a three-episode like mini series, like Comedy Central mini series. It seemed like they they're doing a. a um. Oh my God!
0: Did they put the bong in a bow tie <laughs> in the little fez?
2: I probably not.
0: Sorry, you two <laughs> and
1: the time lord fell into a bong. Uh, it seems like they're doing like a <laughs>
2: Bill and Ted style thing of like comedy time travel. Oh, I see. Bros. Uh, finally, Leslie Autumn Jr. Um, it's you. You know this guy. <laughs> It's Hamilton time. (laughs) Um, He was Aaron Burr, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. I was trying to figure out who he was. No, No, I don't have to Um, think about that. Because it's been a while since I've engaged.
2: Uh, He's also Joseph Kale in CSI Miami, Malik Christo in Vanished, uh, Freddie in Big Day, Um, uh, Peter Collier in Person of Interest um sam strickland and smash um reverend curtis scott in law and order svu he's in an episode of the good wife uh he's dr Ar- arbuthnot in the uh that murder in the orient express movie that came out like five years ago um he's rand in one dollar will and only uh oh this is a horror movie uh he is thrown in stucco um he was uh, James in Love in the Time of Corona, uh, Sam Cooke in One Night in Miami, mm. uh, Nick Mickelson in Needle in a Time Stack. What is Needle in a Time Stack about?
0: I feel like I've heard of that before.
2: Oh, some movie about memories. Interesting. Um, Harold McBrayer in The Many Lives, Many Saints of Newark. Uh, he's, he's in an episode of the new Blue's Clues show, he's Mo Snow, uh, he's Lionel Tucson in Glass Onion, uh, he's Owen Tillerman in Central Park. Um, he's also in the, uh, in at least an episode, yeah, he's in an episode also of the remake of The Proud Family, and, uh, that's Leslie Autumn Jr. Okay, is that
1: everything we have? You can really oh.
2: see... I was just going to say you can really see the bit where his like career explodes uh, after he was in Hamilton. <laughs> and we're done. I continue to be like maybe this week we'll do a short episode, but nope.
1: <laughs> um well next week we have How to Win Friends and Influence Monsters, which okay. Um seems to be about the Jersey Devil. Um, and also something else, uh, more plot, big plot relevance. Um, and then death's door is a Bobby episode. Bobby. Is that the one with, (laughs) you can text that to me. I thought you could read my mind. I don't want to say yes. If it's not what I think it
2: is.
0: Um, well, I would know if you were wrong.
2: Thank you for listening. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choice. Write in, write <laughs> in things to say. If you think our episodes are getting too long, let us know.
1: <laughs> oh God, don't
0: do that. <laughs> you can't stop not gonna us. Gonna change anything. I don't know. five star podcasts require five star runtimes.
2: And until next time, um, I guess I guess you know I talked about last time that that we were we were parting ways over um. I don't even remember.
1: I think you said you killed somebody. It was
2: some was did did I kill Alex? Is that what we went with?
1: That, yeah. <laughs> and I was dead. All right. Well, Ash is Oh my God, Ash I get has to be, forgiven me. this time then.
2: Yeah. So Ash sure. has forgiven me and we're we've agreed to keep doing this this podcast, so uh, wait and enjoy it next time. We're going to drive off up to, to the sunset now. <laughs>
0: The music used on Word of Godcast is The Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org, licensed under an Attribution Share Alike 3.0 international license. Find a link in the episode description.